Two, three, four. Welcome to episode 31, the big draft breakdown. Um, as you'll notice, there it looks a bit lonely on the screen. It looks like it's just me and the producer. Someone's unbeaten streak has finally gone. Um, as Kyle Shanahan said, we couldn't tell you who'd be here on the Monday. Well, he said Sunday, but we said Monday because they may be dead. Fortunately, Matt Davenport isn't dead, but um, for unknown reasons and undisclosed reasons, which he will be fined for, um, he's not managed to to make today's pod. Um, but we do have some superb additions that have been here during all the draft breakdown recently. So, without further ado, Jamie, please Let bring them in. So here we go. And this is where Jamie starts messing around with the screens, trying to get everyone on. <laughs> so yeah, go. thanks for joining us again, chaps. Obviously part of the team now. Um as you know, well, I'd like to think everyone was well aware, it was the off-season Super Bowl this weekend just gone. Um we got to enjoy little hours sleep for lots of entertainment. Um and yeah, we're just gonna go through the first round today more than anything. We've got the our, you know, our, our three panel experts as we like to call them. We normally have four, but Mart has uh, unfortunately it must be a Raiders thing today for some reason. <laughs> it's, I think it's um, going to be the maybe best not happy with the draft. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Mart Mart's also busy. Um, but yeah, you know, I think we'll just jump straight into it with the the biggest surprise of the uh, the draft hole. Uh, Jags number one pick. Can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it probably the worst kept surprising. secret for a while, wasn't it? <laughs> What yeah? What else is there to say about it that hasn't already been said? Other than, I think Jordan had an interesting fact. Oh yeah, yeah just um, I was saying earlier, one other. I was quite surprised actually that um, Trevor Lawrence is the first Clemson player to go in the top three in a draft. I heard on, I think it was on draft night or something. It just popped up, and I was quite shocked. So I think like John mentioned, Deshaun Watson slipped out, and I can't think of many that were closer off my head. Obviously, there'll be a few, but. Probably yeah, haven't yeah. been that many because they weren't a big program until probably like five, six years ago. Yeah. Um, maybe if Mayock had been GM of the Raiders for a decade, they might have been into the top five at some yeah. 
Where did um, where was where was Ferrell where was Clee Ferrell from? Who was he Clemson? I think yeah, I think yeah. that's why he was four, wasn't he? Yeah, he was I don't remember researching a ton of people in the draft that year, and I think my reaction at the time was, "Who the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I suppose the the big thing is is how how do we all think Trev's going to do? Big Trev. I'm. Um, I, I don't know how he'll do, but I'm just. I'm super excited. I don't think I've been ex- this excited for a long time to be a quarterback in um, going into you know NFL season. I, I actually, if, if the Seahawks aren't playing at the same time on that first Sunday, I'll be doing the Trevor Lawrence's first game. I, I'm, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I think everything excites me about him. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. I think between him and Urban Meyer coming to coach him as well, I think it's just. It's, it is the team to watch this year, isn't it? It's the one that everyone's like, this will be an interesting team, no matter whether you support them or not. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of questions to be answered, I think. Urban Meyer, obviously, not coached in the pros before, so that'll be interesting. I want to see what he brings to the NFL. He's always been an innovative coach in college. It'll be interesting to see what he does. Um, my main worry at the Jags is the general manager, uh, Trent Balke. He likes drafting people with dodgy knees. I haven't got the call yet, but uh, I am waiting <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, um, I'm I'm intrigued to see what happens there. It'll be I think Lawrence is going to be good regardless, but how good the Jags are going to be, I think that's one to watch. I know we yeah. spoke about this is only going to be the first round, and I know we're going to break down sort of each team or each division. But how do we feel Jags did in regards to giving him what he needs to be successful? Well, they got him. They got him his best mate from college. I mean, yeah, which I think is a bit of a slap in the face to James Robinson, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I was surprised with that pick, but the, with the picks later on that they got, it kind of like it, it kind of put the ease on it as a bit, you know. Like I suppose giving him a mate to pass to, someone he's used to, sure is going to going to benefit him. They've already got some good wide receiver weapons there, you know. They've added um, yeah. Marvin Jones, like obviously Bones will know about him. I don't think he's that bad of a player. Still, he's getting on a bit, but he'll still give you still give you something. I reckon he will. He played well for us last year. Like you say, he's towards the end of his career now, but with with the end of your career and like slowing down a bit comes all the knowledge as well, doesn't it? You, you know the game better. You might have slowed down a bit, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, I heard, I heard someone say that ETN is basically Alvin Kamara, so. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that comparison. Well, Meyer has actually said he wants to give him a Percy Harvin type role. Um, which I've literally just good. read that. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. Um, he, he's got a lot out of players like that. So I thought it was an interesting pick at the time, but with a bit of hindsight, it looks like, yeah, there's some good weapons there. There's a nice mix of like veteran quality, but also like rookies that will have a natural chemistry with him. So I think there's, yeah, I think there's some really good moves being made there. They were saying, you know, obviously, like you say, that was the first time a Clemson was, well, in the top three, but number one. They were saying that's the first time a Clemson, uh, a same-team duo has been drafted together in the first round as well. So you've obviously got your QB and your running back, which I suppose that helps them out, doesn't it? They'll be able to settle a bit easier together. It felt like there were quite a few, like, reunions this draft, as it were. Like, it felt very yeah. reunion-heavy. Yeah, um, but you've got Hurts and Devonta Smith. Didn't realize they played together. <laughs> yeah, you got Hurts and Smith. You've got Burrow and Chase. You've yeah. got Lawrence and ETN. Like, I think there was other ones as well, but I'm sure someone will be able to tell me at some point. Yeah. So I think, I suppose we'll just go 
by pick. It makes sense, doesn't it? I suppose some will be quick, some will be a bit more detailed. You know, the second one was not much of a surprise either, was it? it was Zach Wilson, I think that's been pretty much banked in since Trev was banked into the Jags. Um, but yeah, you know, I suppose we'll jump to there. They got, um, what to call it? They got, was it Vera Tucker as well? They took, they traded up, didn't they? Getting some protection. So I, I think the Jets had a fantastic draft. Yeah, there you go. Waddle and two is the one I missed. Yeah. The chat oh, the yeah. chat has come to save me. Thank you, chat. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, what you know, what, what's thoughts on what's thoughts on Jets? It was It was the consensus pick, wasn't it? Um yeah. I think out of the quarterbacks that have been taken, and of course there is a bit of bias creeping in, which we'll talk about in a minute, but I think of the QBs taken at the top of the draft, Wilson is the most boomer bust guy. Like He seems to have risen up boards really quickly because of his... He, let's face it, he throws like Holmes. Teams are looking for that, and yeah. he's gone up the board as a result. And it's the Jets. They'll find a way to screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> I heard an interesting comparison for Wilson because he's not quite as long as Mahomes. They've um, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, there's well. similarities there. I would say. Um, yeah, I would. I would, would agree with that. Maybe you know, maybe he'll turn the Jets around the same way that the Browns are kind of arguably now one of the better teams in the league, which sounds weird to say. But I mean, they he are, could. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's definitely got the potential upside yeah. to do it. It's just if he meets the potential upside, I think. Yeah, I think that's it, like Bone said. And they've helped him out big time. Got straight up for Vera Tucker with um, Beckton on that side as well to protect him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Protective blind side, is it? They've picked up Elijah Moore as well, you know. And um, they've got, uh, what's his name? Denzel Mims from last year who could, who could come on again. So they've got some. It helped him out big time, so like, it's like Bone said, let's he's got potential. Let's it doesn't always work out that way, does it? Going forward, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think you know, I know that they're a rival, uh, the New York rivals, but we hardly ever fucking play play once every four years. Um, I really look forward to seeing how they do. I think they drafted really well, so it, you know, it's definitely a team that, that I'll be you know looking out for. Um, so yeah, well, I suppose the first of any of our teams. The, the big trade up, the smoke screens that were going everywhere, left, right, and center. Um, and finally, the dust settled and Trey Lance was picked for the 49ers. So, have you managed to get a refund for that bleach, JP? Or, well, you know, it, it's I think everybody could hear me exhale when that pick was made. Um, <laughs> it's strange actually because a week before the draft, I did say I think it will be Lance. I think I might have even said it on here. Um, yeah. and Joining the dots now, it looks a lot more obvious than it did a week ago. Um, his ability to run play action and the fact he's been under centre at North Dakota State, those are big things for, for Shanahan, I think. I think probably more than people think, and he's got the athletic ability as well. Really happy with the pick. Um, there's obviously a question over his experience and how how soon it will it will be for him before he's in the lineup. but I, I, you can't argue with taking somebody with that ability at the top of the draft, can you really? No, no, not at all. I'm excited. I think I think the fact I'm excited because of how much Mort has talked about him. Um, it just makes me want to see what he's like. I know he, he you know, he was Mort's lover boy. He was his, his dream. Um, you know, it was if he could put any Raiders draft in, it would be for him, wouldn't it? So I, I'm yeah. excited. And the fact that you paid what was it, 
potentially is it three first it works out something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's the question, isn't it? It's a big price, but at the end of the day, if you're going to land premium players at the top of the draft, you're going to have to pay a premium. We weren't quite bad enough to get up there, you know, on merit. So I guess you know. I like what you know. you've done. I think it's right. You, you know, we I think we've all said that you you were. Well, we've said historically in the past couple of years, you've been a quarterback away from a Super Bowl win. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I think it was the right thing, right thing to do. Moved up. They probably got the better player. The, I, suppose, I suppose the comparison will be, what, is he do, what does he do versus Fields? What does he do versus yeah. Matt Jones? Do we yeah. see either of those going to be a starter, though? I, I, I don't. And I don't no, think Trey yeah. Lance will be. I, yeah. I think the other bit as well is what the teams do with the picks that we've given them. You know, that's always like, because you get the Eli Manning and Rivers comparison even now, you know, that's going back like, what, 17 years at this point. Yeah. Um, there's, there's some interesting stuff in the 49ers' future. Um, it'll be fun and slightly terrifying to watch. But to be honest with you, we haven't had a, we haven't had a franchise quarterback since Steve Young, and that was 1998. So I, I'm, I'm all right with us taking a shot at it. You've got to do it eventually if you want to be a top two. It'll be interesting to see if um, Jimmy G like gets injured next season. Obviously, he's injured probably this year. What will they do then? You know, if Trey Lance is ready to come in, are they just going to throw him in or... Josh Rosen's still there. You're going to throw him in. Josh Rosen's redemption. No way. No way. I actually clarified that because it almost sounded like he was going to get injured for a second then. Like someone was going to just take him out (laughs) in the the locker room, just break his leg or something. Like, oh no, he got injured. We'll have to play Lance. What a shame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think it's weird. Like you're taking what you think the Jags and the Jets are going to start with Wilson and Lawrence straight away, but Lance is going to be a backup. Surely, yeah. if you're picking third in the draft, you want to pick a starter. I don't know. Like for me, anyway. Like you look at the next two picks, Kyle Pitts and uh, Jamar Chase. I mean, they're going to go straight in the team, aren't they? I think so I so they should. So yeah, if you yeah. if you look at a QB, you're going for a franchise QB. You're happy to sit for a year, aren't you? But if you're picking yeah, a wide receiver in yeah. three or four or what have you, then. You're gonna want a, yeah. an impact from him straight away, aren't you? So I, I, I think it's purely based on that. I also wouldn't be surprised to see Trey Lance start. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. It all depends a, what happens off season, wouldn't it? A massive part of that is going to be what happens with the off season program. I think if it's all virtual, I don't think he's going to start because I think there's there's that element of needing to be there, needing to build some chemistry with the guys that you can't get yeah. if you're not on the field. But I think if it is even partially. Uh, you know, at the facility, I think he's he's going to put it. And let's be honest, if he separates himself by a hair from Garoppolo, he's going to get a start week one because we know yeah. the future is. It's not it's not Jimmy G. And like Jordan said, although he you know he was he was half joking. What happens if he gets injured? Well, he's been injured like two out of three seasons that he's played yeah. for us. That he's played for us. So there's a good chance that he will be. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised. He'll definitely start some games this year. It'd be a question of how many, I think, and when. Karen's point was something I was going to bring up. Like that, like you say, he said it there. Doing Mahomes, do what a lot of successful quarterbacks have done, and sit as much as you can your first year. Like the more successful quarterbacks taken in the draft are normally not the ones that start day one. Like there's a few exceptions, but you historically more successful ones. Yeah, they they sit for a bit, they learn, and I think it's important. Like it definitely clearly helps. Like. 
it's a bit of a unique situation as well. When was the last time a team that was, all right, we didn't do greatly well last year because of all the injuries, but we were in the Super Bowl the year before. When was the last time a team with that level of talent has moved up to the top five of the draft and took a QB? I, I doubt yeah. it's like that. You know, it, yeah. it, it, um, it really is a unique situation. I think it'd be, it, it's going to be interesting to watch, but I think I might be watching uh, Between My Hands for most of the season, just kind of like this, just, you know. <laughs> The, the way I see one. it, if Lance gets in, if Lance gets in sort of from the start, that's probably good. But if he's coming in part way through the season, that means Garoppolo's failed, and that probably means that season's gone down the path as well. Max, so. made good, Max made a good point there. I didn't really think about it to be honest. With you. Yeah, he's obviously missed um, yeah. twenty two years without football. So it's a it's a, it's a tough um, it's a tough situation. Shannon's in with you know like the trade up and spending so much. It's it's going to be interesting. It's like it's like John says, it's going to be interesting with the camp really, isn't it? Everything that goes on, is it going to go back to some normality or or what? Yeah. So they want to watch. That think, to counter that as well, that you can't throw him straight in after a year of no football. I'd probably say two or three games as a backup, and then come in on the fourth or fifth game because you don't want to just throw him straight in after a year of no football and go here you go, here's the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I was going to say pre-season goals and everything like that. Because yeah. you've got the preseason games that if 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 Jimmy yeah. is slated as the starter, Trey Trey will get more game more like snaps in preseason. Jimmy yeah. will play what first quarter, and then it'll probably be Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not, it isn't bad, it? it's not the same. They did that with two of them, didn't they? Did that with two of them? Threw him in straight after the um well, the bye week, week five or something like that. And yeah, yeah. then they'll think they were they were doing okay, and then they were later on down the line where they took him out halfway through a game because he wasn't doing well, and they put him back in. It's like it's you've got to get it right, you know. You can you yeah. can that's where it ruins some, some quarterbacks' careers by um, not not sitting them the right amount of time, throwing them in. That well, they you know Fitzpatrick could have carried on playing for me, you know, um, and yeah. might not have done as well as they did, but I don't I don't think it would have mattered too much. I don't think they're expected to have hit what they did anyway. No. Giant with DJ that they put him in after four games. He went because we went oh and well oh and four with with Eli, and then they, they just made the decision. It was right, crack on. And then he he did get he did get well he won his, he won the first two games one being against the Bucks. Just saying, <laughs> um, but yeah, then he he I think after I think he played ten and picked up an ankle sprain, so he sat he sat. One out, Eli come back. Delivered it in. Yeah, and then uh, and then finish the season off. But I, I think I I'd like to see training from the start. A hundred percent. I don't. I just don't see like if I'm Shanahan and I've paid three firsts and I've been an almost guy. Why why am I sticking with Jimmy G? <laughs> Like, you would have to have a serious faith in him recapturing that that year where he took us to the Super Bowl as well. And to be honest, yeah. it, that feels a long way down the road right now. One of the other bits yeah. that I probably should mention, being a little bit close to it, and perhaps the other guys on here, our fan base are particularly with quarterbacks are not very patient. So if we don't start the season very well with Jimmy behind centre, there's going to be some uh, some clamour to get to get Trey Lance in the game. I, I'm not saying they'll listen to that. This is the same fan base that once once chanted for David Carr on Monday Night Football. But <laughs> um, you know, if it gets to that point, I think 
it, it's gonna there's gonna be a tipping point in the season unless we come out and we're absolutely battering teams. I think there's gonna be a tipping point in the season where someone goes, if we put Lance in, can we do better than we are now? And Shanahan's as likely to do that as anybody is. He's not the most patient coach in the world. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a tense year, but I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it. It's a nice problem to have at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So number four then. Well, I suppose before jumping on what Smart Smart said here about him. Stick him in with a diluted version of Yeah, the that was the whole thing. Yeah. The say. problem is we are we are already running a diluted version of the playbook with Jimmy at the centre, to be honest, because he's not the best deep thrower. So yeah, I don't know. It'll be, in, it'll be interesting. I get the impression that Shanahan's gonna see Trey Lance live and he's gonna see him hit some downfield throws and he's gonna go, I can't keep this guy out of the team. That's if, if yeah. I was going to make a prediction now, sat here on the third of May, that would be my call. I think he's going to see him in, in camp. He's going to see him in preseason. And go, I can't leave this guy out, and that will that, that will be a story. Yeah, <laughs> I'd also read somewhere that like his intelligence goes unnoticed. Like, didn't he have five hundred plays on his arm for North Dakota? Yeah, or something yeah, yeah North Dakota. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I mean that's fucking outrageous, isn't it? Let Let's be honest, <laughs> five hundred plays. So. Never mind a diluted work version of the work. If he's if he can hold that, then just go for it. I, all signs point to just yeah. Sorry, yeah. All signs <laughs> point to, to doing it. If 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 I I'd want it. I know if I was a, a San Fran fan, I'd be like, well, what, what's the risk? You're not sticking with Jimmy G, are you? That's um, it. You throw Trey in, and if if he fails in the first season, then you put it down to adversity and learning. He, he's clearly he, he, the guy. Didn't he start high school as a zero star recruit? Yeah, probably. So the guy has clearly come through adversity. It's clearly got something about him. Being thrown in the deep end is not going to affect him. He's only going to learn and get better from it. I mean, for me, all signs point to just just go for it. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Am, am I wrong in saying this? By the way, was was did Carson Wentz start as a rookie? I think he did, didn't he? For for the Eagles. From I'm just saying that. Well, Trey Lance's uh, career doesn't did go. Did somebody high. just say awesome. Eagles? Fly Eagles, fly on our way to victory. <laughs> I should have known better, yeah. So, so yeah, I think we did start for the uh, for the franchise in Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, it can be done. Obviously, they weren't in the same position we were, but it's, um, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. I think North Dakota, yeah, as a college size of North Dakota getting two players drafted in the top five as quarterbacks must be doing something right in development, regardless of what's yeah. happened to Ben's career in the last couple of years. So, yeah. maybe Lance is ready. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. Definitely. So, then the unicorn was pick number four. The one that you know, was everyone's question mark of whether there'd be a trade back or if there wasn't, I think everyone had saw that Pitts was going at number four. So what's our thoughts on that, Falcons? I think it confirms what we said about they've committed to Matt Ryan, like for sure. Like it it yeah. definitely confirms that. If it if the contract had hadn't already, like I think that definitely nails it in and like you say he's the unicorn. He's he's versatile. Put him anywhere. He's he's going to be a good. He's going to be a good tool for Atlanta. He's going to be a good target for for Matt Ryan. Like, yeah, can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Um, like, obviously, we don't know what's going to go on with Julio Jones at the moment. Like, if he does stay, 
think Hayden Hurst they didn't pick they didn't pick up his fifth year, did they? But he still might come back, might you know, you know, on a cheaper thing. But even so, if Jones does say you've got Jones, Ridley, Al Pitts, what what a trio to be throwing to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like unbelievable. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, forward to watching it. Problem either, really, for Atlanta. You know, like they were still scoring points last year. They just couldn't hold on to leads, and I love we had that one. I was going to say game management was Atlanta's biggest problem, wasn't it? It wasn't players. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so be interesting to see. I think it was a no-brainer, really. They couldn't get out of the four slot because, for whatever reason, so why not take the best player? He, he was clearly the best player there, so yeah, yeah it makes total sense to me. Yeah, I can't wait. I know we're going to break it down um, within the next few weeks uh, with the NFC South, but. Uh, I'm slightly biased as I am a Buccaneer, but it's one of the strongest divisions. Like the Saints aren't bad, Panthers aren't bad, Falcons aren't bad, especially with the draft. McCaffrey coming back, Kyle Pitts. Don't know what Saints are going to do. Whether it's going to be Winston or Taysom, but they've still got Alvin Kamara and all of that lot oh, as well. And then the reigning, and then the reigning champs as well. So it's <laughs> it's going to be a very competitive year. Hopefully, we still top it. But. I think any anybody like one thing that always gets overlooked with the NFC South is I'm pretty sure within the last ten years all of their teams have made the playoff has made the Super Bowl. I yeah, didn't know that to be fair. Panthers yeah. lost to obviously yeah, the, the Patriots. Well. Saints yeah. won it in 2010, I think, around about there, and obviously um, uh, Falcons the Falcons won. lost to the Patriots as well. So yeah. So, how many divisions have done that? Maybe it's because they've only got a fifty percent win rate that people forget about it. Actually, the West has yeah. done okay. The NFC West has Only two out of the four teams have won yeah. the Super Bowl yeah. based on that. I thought you. I thought you're like giving us like a, a Giants kind of thing where we went through on losing records. No, no, no. <laughs> I just meant that. Yeah, only two of the four teams has won the Super Bowl, yeah. so maybe that's why people forget. <laughs> but it's pretty impressive. Like thinking about it, not not yeah. a lot of people. Like, I didn't think. I didn't think that. It. No, I didn't realize. To be fair, you're also with the easier side, though. I mean, on the easier side of the NFC. Yeah, you're in the NFC. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say that our fucking division's great. It's shite. I mean, considering what uh, the four of us on here now are on the, in the NFC, you're going to say. It, it is, it is the weakest weak division, isn't it? It's not. It, it, it's it flips not and flops. Dispute. It moves around. I mean, like ten it? years ago, when the Saints won it, though, I'd say the NFC was the strongest. When the Seahawks yeah. won it, NFC was strongest. Yeah, yeah, like that. Go back to those bloody epic 49ers Seahawks battles that were the real Super Bowl most of the years. You know that the NFC was really in the ascendancy then. So Bones is right; it flips around a hell of a lot. And I think people are guess that's why we that's why that, we love it so much. That's why we love the sport yeah. so much because you don't know who's going to be coming up. That's why the draft's so interesting because this yeah. is what this is what flips it. This is this is one of the, well that and free agency, but this is one of the things that can flip this whole divi- yeah. which division, which conference is the best, and yeah, this is what makes this time of year so exciting. Yeah, I think the the most surprising one for most of us, I don't know if any of you guys saw it coming, but pick number five, everybody went Penny Sewell. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a lot of talk because yeah. of the Joe Burrow thing. I, I actually didn't think they'd go there, but I suppose it makes sense. rumours coming into the week that Burrow had supposedly gone in and demanded Jamar Chase be drafted to 
play alongside him. What? But it may, it makes sense. He's like he is definitely <laughs> the best receiver in the class. I think like at the, yeah. and to put him back with Burrow, who they've won together previously in college. You've got this. The it's like the reunions across the board it is the case of just getting that synergy from day one. There's no, especially in the time where we might be in remote learning situations, like everyone's saying, like we, it could be a remote off season again, having that already having that playing familiarity with someone you played with at college is, is big when there's not as much off season to train. Yeah. 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 True. yeah I thought, I thought they might go, but it's not, it wasn't, it's not a big, a big surprise that they went in the way they did with Jamar Chase. I think Mark made a point earlier on saying that, they, that what shocked him was the trade back and they stuck with Jackson Carlin now. If that, obviously, it's not fair enough, but they, could have, they, yeah. had, um, they had a few tackles and stuff they could have picked, which were obviously you know, a big need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think he's mentioned there, Tevin Jenkins. Yeah, Liam, Liam, Liam yeah, I can work with him as a tackle, you know, and, and they could have picked him up, which was a. Which was a surprise, really. Yeah, uh, it was the first one I kind of went, oh, okay, that was, yeah, that was a bit of a, not like a huge surprise, but I, I did think they would go Sewell. Um, I don't think it was a bad thing they went with Chase. I'm just a bit, I, I kind of side with Mark. I, don't, I think it's, it looks worse in hindsight because you go, well, okay, but where's the O line? And I didn't like the guy it took, really. Um, but, you know, beauty's in the eye of the builder. If they think he's the guy for tackle and if Chase has got that big separation between him and any receiver they could have got in that spot, then, you know, then fair enough. It was a deep tackle draft, so you just kind of have yeah. that guy, I suppose. Yeah, I did, I did go back and watch some like highlights from different, like, round one like draftees. And I watched Jamar Chase, and it was, I think it was 2019 against Alabama. And um, it were the Cowboys that drafted um, Trayvon Diggs. I can't remember, it weren't Cowboys. Yeah. Anyway, he absolutely. Dist- if you go back and watch that tape, he absolutely destroys me. I'm sure he were first rounder last year. Absolutely destroys him, and yeah, it just shows you. It makes sense. Like bloody hell, he is absolutely awesome. I, I get why yeah. the draft. It's it will be interesting. Like- I'm looking forward to seeing the Bengals massively because it they've sort of been a bit of a joke franchise, haven't they? If, if we're honest, and especially in the last few years, even when drafting Burrows. And that injury, you know, everyone was saying, well, you're fucking stupid because you just didn't give him any protection. So that's why everyone was expecting Sewell. Or it, I think people said it was a heavier tackle draft than it was a heavier wide receiver. So why not do what they did? I still, have, um, I still expect to have six losses, though, in that division. <laughs> yes, it's a tough it's division, <laughs> Browns and Ravens, we'll get on to them later. They've drafted so well. So impressive. Yeah. 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 So, obviously, this was our prediction for the, the, the first five of you guys. We got got three of the five. Uh, like I said, one, two, and four. Obviously, went Justin Fields and Penny Sewell, um, respectfully. Uh, but this is our five. Our first five. A happy uh, Exactly. They're all, they're all happy. They're smiling. They're having a good time. Uh, all NFL players now. So that is our first five. Before we do break down the rest of them, uh, I think the the question we gotta we gotta ask is, what what what's everybody drinking? Here of the week. Oh dear. I'm, well, I'm back on the computer uh, again. Yes, Paul, he loves it. I've come away from the Robinsons for a week. 
I've actually gone for a beer. I'm rocking the old Kingfisher. It's a beauty. Although it seems okay. to be expanding foam. I had a real problem with, with the head pouring it. It just didn't stop growing. Um, I wish that had happened in another area. But <laughs> not my belly. Uh, myself, obviously, I had to decide. I got a... Uh, Four bottles of vodka for my birthday. So I was like, oh, i got to open one of them, don't I? So got this beautiful Icelandic vodka Eureka. Um, Drank that much already. So, you know, it's very tasty. Uh, I had some just straight last night on the rocks. And then today I was like, I'm going to have some with Dr. Pepper. So vodka and Dr. Pepper. Man. Like it. Sounds like a horrendous combination. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Vodka Dr. Pepper is beautiful. If you've never had it before. I mean... If you want to go absolutely crazy, um, vodka iron brew is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Wicked. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's bloody beautiful. Um, and just to answer Gary's question as well, I am having a Bonoffi pie uh, made by my friend Taryn. Uh, he made it himself. He obviously got it for my birthday. So Bonoffi pie by Taryn. There you go, Gary. Beautiful. Kieran's put a um, bit off um, subject here. Kieran's put, not a chance we're losing all six. Didn't lose all six last season, and we've improved massively since. We know Tom knows I like a bit. So let's <laughs> put £20 on it for Mark's charity. <laughs> yeah, oh. so I like that. Kieran's a betting man. He'll be in on that 100%. <laughs> I won't be paying Tom out for a long time anyway, so we might as well do another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what is everyone else Kieran, drinking? Kieran, what are you drinking? I'm I'm on um, sorry lads I'm on coffee sorry sorry. It's all good. I'm on water, but I, I'm beginning to regret my decision because I needed a piss since the podcast started. So, uh, <laughs> I, start, I start talking frantically when we're around pick twenty. I, you know I may have to leave. <laughs> I've done it. The past two you for that. You're all right. Yeah. Aaron's message. But I mean, he's up for it. It is a good bet. Like, I like that. So we are supposed to be doing a, a draft podcast, so let's get back to it. <laughs> we've, we've done the first five. Yeah. Right, number six, Tom. Number six. That was uh, Jalen Waddle Waddle. Um, Waddle Waddle. That's like a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What, I've not seen much of him, but for me, out of the three wide receivers, I've heard least about him. But he seemed to have been, second, you know, the, the second in the class. Um, so, obviously, you boys that watch quite a lot of tape, talk me through it. You know, what What do we think? Someone brought it up before. It is the reunion. Reuni- it's another reunion. It's Tua yeah. and Waddle played together before. Similar th- argument for why you'd reunite the other ones, I guess, in a way. And he is definitely number two in this class. Some people had him as wide receiver number one in this class. I think there's a few people who had him ahead of Chase. Like, yeah. So he's definitely up there. There's a few comparisons to other players, but yeah, I think he's he's gonna be good. Yeah, I think. I just find it crazy they passed on Sewell. Mm. Well, they, they did all right. I thought, like, obviously, like I said, I don't want to go too much into other rounds because we'll do that at a later date. But obviously, they picked up Waddle and they did pick up Leon Eichenberg for that for their yeah for the things that work. A good, good couple of pickups for them. Obviously, they've got yeah. Will, Will Fuller as well, and they're coming back. I think he's got two more games banned. I can't remember how many it is, but that's another good um, piece for them. So, yeah, I think I'm looking good for the Dolphins. Running back might be a concern, but 
Gaskin did all right back end. Yeah, it's funny. I know quite a few Dolphins fans. There seems to be a lot of negativity knocking round um, on well Thursday night, Friday morning. But then they weren't happy with the picks. Um, thought they could have better value. I thought they came out pretty well. We'll obviously discuss the second pick in a second, but I thought they came out all right. Waddle was number two wide receiver for me. Um, certainly, I didn't put Devonta Smith. And to be honest, but for a bit of bad luck with injury, he might have won the Heisman himself anyway. Um, yeah. I was a bit surprised they didn't take Sewell, but I get needing weapons for two. It's a bit like they're loading him up and saying, right, here's, here's everything you need. If you fail now, it's on you. And it means that they may wipe the slate clean next year, possibly. Um, but no, I like the pick. I like the pick. I'd love to it to fail, not going to lie. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> I really would. Just just can't deal with a left-handed quarterback. <laughs> He's sick, it's a proper struggle. It's so weird. But yeah, I think, I don't think, it, again, it was any a big shock to anyone, was it? Like I say, I thought they would have taken Sewell. Just didn't they move their left tackle to right tackle, which almost... For me, was like, oh well, maybe they're making room for Sewell, but just to throw you all off on your betting. <laughs> yeah, oh, I had a night, I had a nightmare, <laughs> absolute nightmare. Day one, done. <laughs> the strange thing about it was, Dolphins picked almost as soon as they were on the clock, so it seemed a dead set that they were going for Sewell because everybody thought the Bengals would. And then suddenly yeah. it's Waddle. It's like, oh, okay. So you get the impression they had him locked in pretty early. You know, they yeah. must have thought he was the guy. You know, he was the guy. And if he was there, they were going to take him. Simple as that. I definitely yeah. think they needed weapons, didn't they, for Tua? Like, for sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tua lover. Absolutely loved him. Um, so I suppose, Bones, we'll, we'll move on to, to yours. Got to be happy, surely, um, that he fell to you at seven. I mean, I don't think I was as... I, I, I'm happy, but I don't think anyone was as happy as Brad Holmes in that draft room where on the reaction <laughs> video. Like, Absolutely. Oh, like, yeah, bro, we did it. Like, But no, yeah, it's, it's good. Like, I think uh, we briefly discussed it on the day, obviously. Like, we, the right side of our line was weaker. We do have Taylor Decker, but we, this shows up another side of our line. Even if you swap them around, it it shows up a bit of our line that needed shoring up. Our centre's good, Frank Ragnar, our left tackle, Taylor, Taylor Decker is good. So, you know, you get that right tackle in, it's that left. Yeah, it's going to be great. Like, Swift's going to have a good line in front of him. Goff needs a run game to be, like, any anything, like, beyond a shit quarterback. Like, he needs a run game, doesn't he? So... Like yeah, just needs to hand every ball off. Yeah, or play off the play action a little bit more. Like get it out there, but you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, there's not much to say, is that he fell to seven unbelievably. Like we got him. Draft room was happy about it. Yeah, and like Mark said in the chat, it, it, we can get like 12 years out of this guy. He's he's young, he's and linemen yeah. can play longer than other positions. Like the wear and tear isn't as bad as other positions. So yeah, we'll probably see a long time out of him and like Chris said yeah Sewell and Swift like I think our line plus Swift is going to be I'm looking forward to our run game I think we've committed to we're going to be a run first team big time and yeah yeah, yeah. run heavy even with some of our later picks like 
had seen some tape on like some of the really later picks, like the wide receivers and stuff. Like, yeah, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna be committing to a bit of a run game, which is cool. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah they team. This was one of my favourite picks, probably my favourite pick in the first round, and it wasn't really out of like great judgment as such. I don't think the Lions would have ever expected Sewell to be there at seven. You know, there was a lot of talk. I know you said the same bones of trading out potentially, but that guy is a cornerstone player. That is exactly yeah. what you need when you've just come in. That's, you know, that, that's um, that's possibly some of the Rams thinking. You know, with you, with your new front office, I think he's looking at it going. You know, they got the best out of Goff and they had a pretty good O line. You know, this guy, foundational piece, Joe Thomas like player for me. Could play 10, 15 years. I think 12 years of Sewell is a movie, but aside from that, uh, just to support <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I absolutely love this pick. Absolutely foundational, not flashy. Everybody focuses, you know, the, on the night of the draft, everybody focuses on the Justin Fields, the Trey Lances. These are the picks that win your games long term. I absolutely love this pick, as you can probably tell by my enthusiasm for that one, but I, I absolutely <laughs> love this pick. He played with another one of our linemen as well, um, Tyrell Crosby at college. They both went to the same college. And he said in his press conference, like, they're, they're like family. So it's good to have people who know each other again, like who will get on well. It should make him help him fit into the team better. Yeah, all around great. Yeah, can't complain. Good. Good. So then pick eight was, I'd say this was probably the first real surprise. I didn't, I didn't see Carolina going corner, and if it was, I didn't see J.C. Horn going first. I know everyone was saying they were very close. I think George, you even said, I think someone had put a bet in about Satane being first corner, and you were like, you wouldn't be surprised to see J.C. Horn go. But, um, yeah, I don't know. What's people's thoughts on, on it going there? What, what were we talking? Yeah, I, I would say, I, I, J.C. Horn and Satane, I didn't think there were much in them. You know, it's whatever you prefer as a team. And obviously, Caroline preferred J.C. Horn. And that, that, um, when, as soon as I look at, at that pick and I just look at that Panthers defence now, there's some young guns in there that are, are first-rounders now and they're really getting a defence together there. You know, you've got people like Derek Brown, um, um, Jeremy Chin, that's the guy. And now you've got yeah. J.C. Horn. You know, it's, it's, it's looking, he's putting a good team together there. And J.C. Horn's is a lockdown corner potential. You know, obviously, it might take him a couple of years to get there, you know, you know what it's like as going in as a cornerback into the NFL, but he's definitely got the qualities. Mark's got a good point. Like, yeah. gonna, was gonna was gonna mention it. No, like, just come on the bloody show, will you? <laughs> the choice for the Panthers came down to: do you want do you want the press man coverage guy, or do you want the zone guy? And like Mark said, they play a lot more press coverage, press man press than they do um, zone coverage. So. There was it, running up to the week of the draft. There was more and more mock drafts saying the Panthers were going to go for a cornerback, and it could be like Horn first off the board. Like it came up a, a bit more in the yeah in the week before. But like when we when we did ours, I don't think we predicted that. Satane was definitely the higher choice. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. There's a lot of heat about this pick because oh, they've picked him at eight. It's way too early. I don't think it was that early at all. If we'd have stayed at twelve, I would have wanted JC Horn. Um, I, I think he's perfect press man corner. I, I really, yeah, I like the pick. I, you could argue that at eight, you know, they might have looked elsewhere. There were still quarterbacks on the board at the time. Fields was still there, and obviously Matt Jones was still there. But I, I don't know. I think that this was 
was a perfectly fine pick. It's one of those that won't get, again, a bit like the Lions pick, it won't get a ton of press, but I think um, I think long term it's probably the better pick. It's certainly not flashy, but it does the job. I think if um, if they're committed to Sam Darnold, then I think it's a top pick because if you look at the wide receiver room, it's, it's obviously that is um, someone like Devontae Smith, but Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore are solid. You've got Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a decent offence, really. You know, it's um, So if Sam Darnold's your guy, then obviously you go with the best player available and it's cornerback for them, especially on defence. Yeah, well, coincidentally, they, they took the fifth option on Darnold after the draft, didn't they? So I'd imagine there was a few calls to see if there was a trade back there, but um, they took it out, didn't they? And, and happy days. I think, like you say, they're, they're building a really good defence there. Young offence isn't bad. You, you look at that team and go, maybe the next sort of... I suppose it depends what you get out of Darnold, because no one's actually seen the true Darnold, have they? Because the Jets just absolutely shot all over it. Um, but Panthers have given him something to, to work with, so let's see what Darnold they get, whether it is the one that should have been picked ahead of Baker or, or not. Um, yeah, again, hopefully they pick the books because that would just be brilliant. Um, that's definitely definitely one I'm looking forward to. I think the, the next pick, number nine, was, again, this is what changed the draft for me at this point. Denver this is my biggest surprise, it. personally. Yeah. Yeah. Had Denver going quarterback like all the way up to the draft, like even especially like, when you got Fields and Jones there at yeah. that point. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of convinced at this point that although he's not making the picks anymore because they hired George Payton, I think John Elway is actively trying to make sure the Broncos never have a quarterback as good as him. Because otherwise, <laughs> I can't let him with this pick. Like it's not a bad pick. Pat said is a great player. Again, if we'd have been at twelve, I would have quite liked to have ended up with it. But I really don't know what the I don't know what the long term strategy is in Denver, whether they think they are getting Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, but it, it struck me as a yeah, like Bones says it was probably the first one where it completely oh. deviated from um, you know, from where I thought it would go. Jones yeah. left we've lost, Yeah, we've lost George. Disgusting in Denver's bit. <laughs> have you heard have you heard the rumour though that Satane S- could be part of the Rogers deal? I don't know what I was listening to because I remember Drew Locke was quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, not another year of Drew Locke starting at the. At I was Denver. saying it to you, though, but I don't know if like, I've interrupted someone here jumping back in. But I was saying to you in chat, Bones, that I can't remember who it was who was saying it. We were respective um, media guys saying that you've got to give Drew Locke a chance. Of what happened last year, you know, with COVID, you had Cortland Sutton out for a year, you know, you had a, a rookie Jerry Judy coming into the first thing, and I, I remember your point saying that the drop passes from Jerry Judy, you know, it, I, I get that, but I also think just like spitballing, like if it does go wrong for the Broncos, are they going to be? They're not going to be past a six or seven win team, are they? So they could be back in the market for a quarterback next year with a few good quarterbacks anyway, mm. long term, maybe. And you've got Teddy Bridgewater to steady the ship. That's probably maybe I don't know that definitely. I'm just throwing out ideas. Maybe that's what they're thinking. Give Drew, Drew Lock one more chance, and you've got Spencer Rattler and um, the guy from um, Tar Heels. I can't remember his name. Or is it Howell? Howell. You know, maybe they go back in again next year. Yeah. yeah. And maybe it is Rogers like uh, John said all along. You know, if they can get him. 
It'd be crazy, the whole Rogers thing. I don't, I don't know. I just think it's too big that he'd, he wouldn't go back to Green Bay. I don't, I don't know. Think about how much he cost, no matter that he's 37. It's an interesting one because Rogers seems like the type who will do what he says he's going to do, but at the same time, have Green Bay. Have Green Bay <laughs> ever. But at the same time, have Green Bay ever displayed that they give a shit about what Aaron Rodgers thinks anyway? Like, no, apparently so. They don't, they don't draft things that he wants to draft. You know, like they, they don't give a sh- like they don't they don't care about what Aaron Rodgers thinks anyway. So it'll be like, oh, I'm I, I want trading, and they'll be like, okay, well, well, we'll see you at the you know we'll see you at the preseason. I'd buddy. love it if he retired. Imagine that he spat his dummy out that much and retired to go Jeopardy. Oh God! The next two years. The next two years, if Rogers goes and um, Russell Wilson goes, Tom would be loving it, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I would have a field day. Oh, There's my a few God. There's play, though, isn't there? Like, one, Rogers doesn't really need football if he doesn't want to play it. That's the thing. I think that's why he's holding the retired threat. He's got he's got a bit of a celebrity status about him because he's a prick. I'll just get him before Tom does. But, <laughs> um, you know, he's got that. If he doesn't want to be there, he doesn't have to be. Um, and, yeah. and, yeah, you're right, Bones. They don't. They clearly don't care what, what he thinks, but they didn't care what Brett Favre thought either. So, it's you know, it's a pretty new... It's a pretty common thing for the Packers. Um, the rumour is now that he wants the GM fired, which, to be honest, sounds completely mental to me. I don't know why any professional organisation would do that, regardless of how good the quarterback is. You know, this, this guy you've put a guy in charge of the franchise and you're going to sack him because you're 37-year-old quarterback. It doesn't... It doesn't make sense. It just—I I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's an absolute—it's an absolute circus out there. Easy. Um, to be to be fair, the stuff that Brett Favre comes out with now—they're probably right not to, to ignore him back in day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the less said about him, the better. We can talk about him when we get to the later picks. Tosser. Um, so yeah, you know, same reaction now started happening. So we're we're then at pick ten. Um, and it's the first trade on the night. So Eagles and Cowboys clearly shitting themselves at how well the Giants are going to do. Um, <laughs> interdivisional trade pops up because the Eagles didn't want the Giants to get Devonta Smith. The Cowboys know that the Eagles are shite, so don't care that they improve. Just please don't let the Giants be good. That's That was the Cowboys thinking clearly. So, yeah, um, good good trade for the Cowboys, I think. And a good trade for the Eagles, obviously. They picked the Smith, Eisman. Um, good pick. I think everyone was quite clear that wide receiver was a big need of the Eagles. Um, will it make them a winning team? No, terrible. Um, but. The <laughs> <laughs> to himself uh, would be the way I would look at it. Unless Devonta yeah. Smith passes to himself, I don't think they're going to be a whole lot better. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see what a full season of Jalen Hurts is like. I didn't, I didn't know much about. Well, that, you know what? I don't know much about the college team now, but I, I wasn't listening to people much back then. He was drafted. He was second round money. I know Mark said he was quite highly on his board. I like uh, him. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see what a full season's like. Yeah, he, he's got some talent. It's just that again, it's another circus organization at the moment. They, they've got a coach they potentially don't want. Um, yeah. You know, it, it just, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have high up. I like the pick, by the way, just just in case all the Eagles fans out there think I'm shitting on them. And yes, somebody did. <laughs> the Eagles. 
Um, <laughs> it's, um, you know, I, I like the pick, but I, I just, I don't know. that They could have gone anywhere. I think we said this last week. They could have gone anywhere, really. They're, they're lacking in a few areas. But I, I don't think getting a guy with the talent level of Devonta Smith is a bad thing. Dallas had nothing to lose. They missed on both corners they probably wanted. So move down, get yeah. some extra picks. It made sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the extra third, didn't they? Yeah, um, you said it about five times. I'm just going to wait until we finish with the pick. So here you go. <laughs> fly, Eagles, fly on our way to victory. <laughs> Did anyone see I'm not the? Uh, it every time you said it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Did anyone see the video of uh, Howie in the draft room? It wasn't for the Devontae Smith pick, but. Oh, one of the later no, rounds no. where he's buzzing and he's bouncing around and everyone else is just despondent. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like I think it goes that last guy done it to go fist bump and the guys like I was just like what? what? <laughs> Alright. You're a prick mate. That's what you did. And it was a terrible pick. Yeah. Um but yeah, tosses. Um moving on. So <laughs> pick eleven. I'm getting excited. We're thinking we're on the uh, clock. And then it comes up. Well, actually, let me be clear. I didn't actually see that it was a trade live. We had inside information where Mr. Love was tweeting fucking 40 hours ahead of the draft, telling everyone what was happening. Foster, stop. Um, so, yeah, started to ruin the draft me, which really wound me up. Um, so, yeah. So, I found out by inside sources that um, the Giants traded. And yet, the Bears moved up. We got their... I, I don't know. What's everyone's opinion? I think we fleeced them getting their next year's first and fifth. <laughs> this year's fourth and their, and obviously swapping first. I thought I thought we did really well out of it. But I also think the Bears did well out of it. What, what do we think? Time will tell. Yeah. I think it's been, yeah. said, it's been said as well like on the podcast in the past, if... if you think that is your quarter, your future quarterback? Like pay pay what it costs to go and get him. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, the San Francisco 49ers did it, and the Bears have done it as well. Like it, it, if they think he's going to be the guy, and they're, they're willing to give up next night like, next year's first for it, fair play to them. But yeah, I think you've done well to get a first as well. Like another uh, two firsts next year. Next year is it's good, yeah. isn't it? No one no one doesn't want two firsts. Yeah, that's. It. I mean, trade a Dave. Just outrageous. I haven't traded once in eight years. <laughs> and then he's just throwing them all out, isn't he? It's just unbelievable. It turns out if you want him to do something, all you have to do is spite him into it by keep mentioning it for like weeks and weeks. I, I, before, I yeah. said it. I said it on the week before, didn't I? I, I, I was it was clear as day. But I you know, I think you, you look at it in hindsight. I think I think Joe clearly had an effect on on what, what Trader Dave's been doing. Like Trader Dave is is this league is a Russian league and we need hog mollies to us finally never taking a DT in a draft, which I think is the first time under um Trader Dave. And and you know, all we care about is is giving DJ tools. I think I don't know, I think times are changing and, and what I like what the Giants have done as much as I'm a DJ fan and though I hope I hope he does come forward. I'm not under any illusions that this is Probably his year make or break. So the Giants have now gone. Well, if he doesn't make it after everything we're giving him, then we've got two first. We've got capital next year that we could move up, or you know, go and acquire someone. Hopefully not Russell. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, so I, I think. Yeah, nah, you'll be hosting Jeopardy by then. Wow. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think I think Bears fans are happy with it, and I think Giants fans are happy with it. I wasn't on the night, to be honest. I, won't, I didn't want to stay up any later. Instead, they made me up to stay up till pick twenty, and then we'll obviously move on to our pick. But because of that pick, I then couldn't sleep till about twenty-eight. So yeah, it was a long, long night. So then <laughs> um, pick twelve, the Cowboys. Dream world for them. They've got Slater on the board. Amble and Mika Parsons on the board. And they got an extra third. Where did they go? Mika Parsons. Thoughts? Solid pick. Like they need linebacker help. Best linebacker in the draft. Like yeah. plays that surprised. I was a bit surprised. Um, but when I thought about it more, yeah, fair enough. There's there's injury issues there with a couple of the linebacking core. Um, and yeah, fair enough. But like you said, Mel's best linebacker in the draft makes sense to me. No issues at all. Plays a nice aggressive thought, style as well. Later. You reckon? I thought. I, I, I thought. Well, I, to be fair, I thought the Giants were going to go there. Um, <laughs> so then I thought, yeah, Cowboys will probably take him. I didn't expect him to drop to where he did. Um, but yeah, I also think it was a good pick. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not looking forward to Saquon running against him <laughs> at all. <laughs> After yeah. all that, you know, he's made the Cowboys stronger. I think. I think now. I think after the drafts, I think it, the Cowboys and Giants are, are the ones to look out for in that division. I still think Washington are good. I think they had a mediocre draft. Um, don't think they improved much. So I think it'd go one, two Cowboys, Giants. Not sure what order. Washington and then the Dross. I won't say the name because they are just Dross. Scum. That's what they are. Absolute scum. <laughs> in the divisional trade <laughs> you tramps Perry yeah. run scared we don't even need to chew kneecaps for teams to be scared of us <laughs> just imagine how scary you'd be if you did <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd love I would have loved Mark to have been on here to talk about me Parsons because <laughs> I just I just, just love how he goes on about the players he loves Um Definitely clearly a big pick. pick. He's got that ability to put pressure on the quarterback. Like he, he has the he has the speed to get into the backfield quickly. Like he's gonna be there for a while, isn't he? And he's 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 potential to be a good player, but it's he, I think he's one of those ones that John would say is like a boom or bust kind of player. Like he could be really good, but I've heard a few people say it could just as easily go the other way with with Parsons, especially. Yeah. Yes. Someone with that idea to Dallas is an interesting one. Um, it, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Sometimes I hope sometimes. he sparks Gary out. Imagine that. <laughs> Just <laughs> shins the old man. Like probably kill him. Like uh, Jerry Jones is so frail now. Yeah. <laughs> you see their draft room look like the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. it, it looks like the meeting room where Darth Vader chokes out that dude. Like. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Why did you, why did you so draft the room up like that? The thing I like about it, they have all these highly paid executives and scouts in there, and there's basically one man making the decision. And he's a mid. Is he how old is he now? He must be heading for his eighties, surely. Um, you know, a guy with no football background whatsoever, and he's the guy making the picks. It's just yeah, okay. Cowboys, man. So funny. So then, yeah, pick thirteen. LA Chargers must be absolutely laughing 
Slate is still on the board and they gobble him up. I think yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing them. I think they're going to do well this season. They are, yeah, really do. Well, like got, obviously, there's the coaching change. As left tackle, though, I think he might. I don't know who the left tackle was in the first place, but it's, I'd say he's more of a more of a guard. But yeah, I thought they might have gone Darisaw, but obviously it slipped down a lot further than I thought it would. But yeah. I got Darisaw. Raiders, which we'll move on to. It still wasn't a massive surprise that they went for Slater. It was one or other. I can't, I can't. I'm not going to argue about either one, but I did think yeah. it might be Darisaw at left tackle because they've got There's a lot of the line, right tackle. They got um, Lindsley in centre, didn't they? From thinking that's uh, yeah. So even with Slater, it's a strong looking line in it for Herbert. Yeah, well, there was a lot of talk when obviously the Giants wanted Slater. A lot of the Giants fans, and but they were saying, do you put him into guard? But then. You look at that tape about how he handled Chase Young, and you go, "Well, do you know what? You, what you wouldn't take him out of tackle." But yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the Chargers do with him. But like you said, if you can fit in anywhere, it just makes him a lot stronger. And with Herbert, who had a great season with a not so strong line, that's yeah. exciting time yeah. for them, surely. Yeah, definitely. That Sorry, division, that, that, that division, it's it's looking tasty. Shame no one will go watch them play, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a really great draft for the 15,000 fans. That will <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? Bless them. Um, so then, yeah, pick 14, another trade. So the Jets move up. I think a few okay. people were surprised, a lot of people sticking where they were and going with the running back. Um, but yeah, I think it was a good move. What about you guys? Here took it. I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. You know, it's um, it's showing up that blind side for, for Zach Smith. You because obviously we know what Beckton can do. He's an absolute animal. So imagine having yeah. to alongside him as well. You know, when when the trade came in, I want I want I'm going to go for Vera Tucker to be honest with you, but it made sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Like saying O line picks are good, aren't they? Like it's it's a way to set up for the future, and they've clearly they've drafted the quarterback of the future. Get your O line of the future there as well now, while you can, and they're there for the same amount of time. Then aren't they? Like it's just it's a solid pick. It's just not it's just not the flashy pick, is it? It's not the no. Fair play to them for being aggressive and going and getting him as well. Um, although Minnesota did well out of it because we'll come on to them. I think, yeah. yeah, if you've seen your guy and he is, he is your guy, go get him. And yeah, I like it. I, I, I don't, you know, don't know if that's where I would have gone, but if that, he's a good player. And if that's what they thought was the right thing to do, I've I, I seen no reason to question it. Was he the strongest guard in the class? Is that is that the sort of general consensus? Out and out guard? Yeah. Um, it depends what your class rush on Slater has. If you are going to put him back then he's definitely the strongest guard. But Rashawn Slater and David Tucker both as guards. I, I, me personally, I don't think there's much in it. You know, like um, even even Vera Tucker's played a uh, tackle before. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that's yeah. his best position, but he has played there. I like it. Is it then, is it Vera Tucker who's played all over the line? Yeah, like, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. On the yeah right that's side, it, didn't he? That showed like each one. Yeah, he's played. He's played on every position on the line. So I guess, yeah, it's just a solid O line pickup. He 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 probably will still go guard, but he could go anywhere. There you go. Smart. Yeah. Certainly the best pass blocking true guard. 
You've got to give someone, Wilson, someone like that, then, haven't you? You know, you've got to give them a chance. The Jets historically haven't cared about their quarterback. Yeah. So it's nice to see them be bothered for once. Yeah. And then we move to 15. Yeah. Bill Belichick's dreams have come true. Never seen a quicker pick his in in my life, I don't think. Must have been, what, about 34 seconds? Yeah, it wasn't one. Hey, Jamie, yeah. I, I, just just throwing this out there quick. I don't know if you've got the video of Mac Jones walking to the stage. I don't know why I've watched it so many times, but it's just hilarious. I don't know why. It's so good, good. Yeah, it well, is so good. It, it, proper it, swagger. Don't Someone who's walking like a comparison of him walking and Bill Belichick walking. <laughs> it's the stomp walk. The really like <laughs> his body just looks odd, doesn't it? Like he just looks like an odd shaped man. Yeah. <laughs> really, really, really. And his draft photo. He look, he's like he's got the physique of a bag of potatoes, doesn't he? So yeah, <laughs> I love I love the picture of him with a cigar in his cop and his gut just hanging out. Uh, True athlete, what a guy! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, like you said, um, good pick for Patriots. They were sat there, didn't go up and get get any a quarterback, and they've done all right. You can sit behind Cam now. You know, Cam Newton's got a one year contract, hasn't he? And uh, they've got, already got Cam some weapons as well. So even if Matt Jones had to come in, if Cam's injured or not playing well, they've got drafted some um, drafted free agent tight ends. They picked up a couple of good ones, didn't they? and they're obviously. Yeah. Couple of wide receivers that are okay. An X Raider. Yeah, it was interesting because in in the mock draft that you did, you both picked this. I know obviously um you traded up to get him, but Mark stayed at this place and yeah, it just seemed like one of those destined picks to happen and here's the moment when it happened. It's so it. good. It, it, looks really like, it looks like someone who just started their first year at upper school and they've bought him, yeah. a, they've bought him a, a uniform that's way too big. That's going to last. His suit was years. terrible, wasn't it? You see all these flashy suits, and it was just awful. I mean, it's QB number five. Orange traders on. He clearly knew he was getting picked by the Bengals, didn't he? Yeah, like yeah. white traders are like orange sort of. I don't know, trim on them. Um, You're trying to say the yeah. NFL's rig? <laughs> no, scripted much, but we'll see. Nice QB five goes number four, like he's the fifth QB off the board. Like he doesn't do anything amazingly, but he does everything pretty well. Like yeah. he'll fit in yeah. in New England. Like yeah. Mac Jones is a great pick at five and would have been a horrible pick at three at five fifteen and would have been a horrible pick at three. It's um, I it, wish it happened in a way. Just to see your reaction. <laughs> I think I would have been all right. We'll, we'll come on to good reactions shortly. But um, <laughs> no, I, I, I think I think I said last week, and like you say, one of uh, one of the guys mocked it. I thought the Patriots would would be laughing at this point. I thought a quarterback would fall. I didn't know if it would be Jones because obviously there was that chatter about would Jones go three. Um, where would Fields go? But I had a feeling they were going to get one of the QBs, and I think it's exactly what they would have wanted. To be honest, yeah. looking at who came after them, they might have even got away with going down a few picks, but I can understand why they didn't take the risk. I think yeah. one of the things, like you said, um, it was Justin Fields weren't even picked this year. I just loved it, keep going back into the um, into the green room, and he's just there, sat there like, 
<laughs> What's going on? Why am I still here? Yeah, <laughs> he was just going on Twitter all the time, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just like, it kept going back to him. He's like, surely you're going into like the late 15s, like in the second half of the draft. And a person that was going to be third, predicted by us, was still not picked yet. <laughs> it was just yeah. mental. It was clearly smoke screened, wasn't it? The Jones talk. Yeah, no one will ever believe a word that Carl Shanahan says ever again. Uh, like, yeah. I don't think he ever talk. said it. I stand by. I don't think he ever said <laughs> a single thing. I think someone else has just said this. The world's run with it, true, and Shanahan's yeah. gone. I'll, I'll let them run with it. I don't give a yeah. shit. Like, the world well, can the, think what they want to think. There's all that thing off. of like, oh, Chris Sims said it, so it must be true. It's like, yeah, it, Chris it was that twat. Yeah. Shanahan went to Mac Jones's pro day over Justin Fields and Trey Lance, and they all kicked off from there. He probably knew, knew we were going to go to the there were going to be other chances to see him, and it just like yeah. we're smoke screen from there. And it's like it's like Bone, Bone said, or I don't know if it was John that said, Yeah, let him roll with it. And I mean, it's not like, no matter yeah. to me. Yeah, no point correcting somebody if they're making a mistake. The interesting thing is, we've pulled that stunt a few times. I think I said on last week's show, we, we pulled it with Quinn and Williams and, and Nick Bosa a couple of years ago. Kept telling people we thought Quinn and Williams was just as special as Nick Bosa. And just as our fans were set to light the torches and pitchforks, we, we took Nick Bosa and everybody <laughs> calmed down. You know, so I did have a feeling in the back of my mind that was what we would do, but um. But yeah, it, it didn't work. Out. Well, it probably has worked out quite well for Mac Jones. He's going to a no pressure situation in a lot of ways, um, and he's working for one of the, one of the greatest coaches of all time. So, yeah. yeah, agreed. No problem. So then, pick sixteen, the pick before the best pick of the draft, um, Zayvon Collins to Cardinals. Um, I didn't know much about him. What what's that fit like? This this one I was surprised with. I, I love the player, but I just I, I wasn't they might utilize him well, you know. Like obviously we don't know until it happens, but he, he's played a lot outside linebacker. But I heard somewhere that um, Kingsbury were going to play him inside linebacker. You know, right. like we play a three four, don't they? I think up in Arizona. So yeah, obviously it might be a good pick, but I was just I, more a surprise. You know, we we, we scheme for what he, what he brings. Yeah. People saying that like the, the Kingsbury like positionalist players. They keep doing this, Buddha Baker, Isaiah Simmons, the these type of players where it's like, oh, they're positionless. Well, it's great to have that, but you need some actual play, players on that defense first. It's great to pick projections, but you need some solidity around them. And right now they haven't got it. I didn't mind the pick. I think he's a great player. Yeah, but- he is. I just can't work out what they're going to do with it. A bit like you, Jordan. Yeah. I don't know what they're going oh, to yeah, do. He's, he's, I really like him. Fantastic player. Nothing wrong with that. Just, and like I said, he might end up, like we're, we're just sat here discussing it, he might end up being absolutely fantastic. Who knows? But you know, just, it was a head scratcher at the time. But I'll never, yeah. I'll never, I'll never take the mick out of anything until I see him after a few years. Yeah. Let's talk about Collins a little bit more. I've heard. Cardinals fans aren't happy about Collins, and I was surprised to hear that because, like, whilst it was a surprise maybe that they took him, I guess I don't like you say he's not a bad player. This guy's a good linebacker. Like, yeah, he's more of an outside linebacker. He's more of a blitz kind of guy. He's more of your pass rusher than he is like a coverage guy. But I think that'll be fine. Like, is it is it a four three or are they one of the weird three three five teams? 
they are a bit of a hybrid because of yeah. guys like Simmons and, and Baker, but I, I don't, you know, I think... if it's more of a 3-3-5, three, three, yeah, have... I guess he fits a bit better, doesn't he? Like I thought, like, obviously, I've, I've seen him a couple of times here, but I've, they have four linebackers at times because you've got Chandler Jones there and you've got Isaiah Simmons, um, Jordan Hicks and stuff. So I'm, they might, like, like John says, they might root, root, do a bit of different thing here, but I, I know normally they are 3-4, obviously, and stuff. What was their biggest need? Did they have a need at linebacker? I thought it was corner, to be honest. Really. Corner, yeah, going in. Because they've lost... Um, maybe did they reach a Caleb Farley there or not? Peterson went. I know they got Malcolm Butler in, didn't they? But mm, no, they a need there. I guess with the fear about Farley and injuries, yeah. I guess that's what's held yeah. them off going corner there. Because I don't think there's anyone else... Is there anyone else you'd stretch out for in a cornerback in round one at that point? Like, mm. Greg no. Newsom probably were a bit higher than you'd probably like for him. Yeah. But, he was his Saints yeah. he dropped through in the end, wasn't it? I think so. It was much later in the draft, who was it there? Yeah. Well, I know oh, no, it's Browns. Turner Browns got said, Newsom. Oh, was it Browns, was it? Turner yeah, had said Brown. that, um, that Zayvon Collins was going to the Cardinals. He'd, he'd, he'd heard that they were like, enamoured with him. So... They, they they clearly wasn't uh, well. My day, I suppose if one of the corners was there at that point, maybe not. But the fact he's that they'd be coming be out saying they were going there, he's he's definitely not going to be an every down backer for them. He's not going to be on the field every single play. He's going to be a rotational piece. But yeah, he could be really good in that rotational piece job where he comes in for pass pressure plays where he is the. He's the blitzing linebacker. He's your outside linebacker, or he is the middle linebacker on a blitz play. Potentially, like I think that rotational piece will suit that player. And if that's what they felt they needed, like you say, positionless players they like, he he could be on the edge instead. Like, yeah, yeah. I know this is a draft recap, but I'm interested in the Cardinals because I know last year a lot of people were pointing them out to maybe have a season beyond their means, and they've made some good moves. Obviously, they brought Hopkins in, etc. What? What do they need to get to that next level? Because uh, obviously they've got money. He's a great QB. It's like, where do they go? Because they probably underperformed in the end last season. I want to say a new head coach, but that might be a little bit They started off really well, didn't they, last year? They just tailed off. It doesn't that, that, it help with the division they're in. Such a, such a tough division, isn't it? You know, with, you know, Ram Seahawks and 49ers. And 49ers weren't at the best last year and the I think still managed to finish. How many wins were we behind them, John? One, one, two. Bad. I can't remember. It wasn't much, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At the end of the season as well, which basically eliminated them from playoff contention. I think. Yeah. They're, they're still they're a bit between two stills. I think the Cardinals. They're quite a good young team in some areas, and then on the other hand, you've got guys like Peterson leaving that have been there alongside with cornerstones, and they need guys to step up and you know and take over Fitzgerald also you know is probably well I don't know if he's actually announced if he's coming back or not yet but he, you know he's been there as long as I've been watching football and he's, he's a top player um, so they're in an interesting spot I think they're a good team I just I'm not a fan of Kingsbury that goes back to like college coaching as well um, but I think the, the, the talent they've got is pretty good so it'll be interesting to see how they go it is a talented team. It is weird. I think it is weird that they're not, they don't seem to click as well as they should because it is a it is a talented team. It's a stacked team, but 
it'll be definitely interesting to see after this, like where we go for them. But yeah, I think I think John has a point that I think at this point, if they can't get it together in the next year or two with Kyler, I think they will look for a new head coach because you don't want to waste that guy's whole career. Like you said, he is a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see. So my favorite pick of the draft for uh, reasons which will become apparent. So um, for those of you who watch regularly, you'll know our, we, we, we always have one Raider on, which is Matt. Uh, but we've got a, uh, a college expert in Mark, who's a you know big Raiders fan. Uh, and uh, he really, really, well, I say he really watched but he really didn't want someone. Um, and, and luckily for us, he filmed his reaction <laughs> to the live pick. So it may be a stretch video, but we're going to share this with you. And it'll probably all we need to say about pick 17. <laughs> we boys, I'm doing this fucking live so you can see me facial expressions. Watch a B Leatherwood, Eichenberg, big fucking college program. I haven't looked at Twitter, I've avoided Twitter fucking all night because people just fucking spoil it. Here we go. Fucking live reaction. Live reaction. Demon Arnett, you fucking pisshead. Can I fucking believe we still got that cunt? Just looking at his face pisses us off. Here we go. That's an awful fucking five picks there, isn't it? Fucking all that capital. Rugs is, at least Rugs has got a ceiling. But Jacobs is good, like, but fucking running backs in the first round. Here we go. Live, live pick. You want to fucking hurry up? Chuck Jevin, Je- Daniel Jeremiah. Just a pick. <sighs> Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Just not Leatherwood. Just not fucking Leatherwood. Not Liam Eikenberg. Please, dear God, do not do what you do. An overdraft big fucking programme players who have played in the college playoffs. Davisor's there. Just go get Davisor. Just go get fucking Davisor. Come on, come on, come on. Just go get fucking Dallasaur. Just go get Dallasaur. Just go get Dallasaur. Just go get Dallasaur. Just go get Dallasaur. Right, here it comes. <laughs> I think this Jets video makes it even funnier. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I think we need to pull the F count up to about 20. But, oh, my the God. The count up to about seven as well. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty clear we want it. That, that needs Hello Darkness, my old friend, play at the end. Honestly, one of the best videos. Ball. So, but that's probably my moment of the draft. And then the, <laughs> the preceding yeah. voice obviously got afterwards. His reaction to being clear for Alan on um, on the on the on the TV that gets me. I mean, David Arnett, you pisshead. Oh, it's David Arnett. <laughs> it's so good. It is one of the best videos of all time. That I think that that will be a, a pod favourite, just like. Phil's video, which won't mention Could it team. win an award for a moment of the year? Who knows? Could it win an award? Yes. Oh, I, I can't see anything oh, beating yeah. that, to be honest. Oh. You, you know what? You know what? Honestly, I have some sympathy because if we took Matt Jones at three, I would have been making the video and you would have just put you would have played that when we did our pick. So, <laughs> you know, as much as I did enjoy it. Um, 
it's not nice to laugh at other people's pain. Then again, it is the Raiders. Um, <laughs> what can you say about that pick, though? It's 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 pure Mike Mayock. I know I know there was an attempt certainly in the chat to pin it on Gruden, but Mayock loves his big time college program players. He, he loves those guys that have been in, you know, the Alabama, the Clemsons. You only have to look at like the Ferrells, the you know those type of players that he's took in the last few years. <laughs> I don't like it, and I think it was a massive overdraft at 17. But he's a solid player, but solid's about it is yeah. about the best I can say. I don't know what the view is from people that have watched it more than me. I know Jordan will listen more of him than I have. Well, I, think, I, I, think, I think Tom hit the nail on Edway. You just have to listen to, um, to Mark's video. The fact that um, Darius are still there, it's... I mean, it, it, I just don't understand why they're in. Alex Leverwood's a decent player, but and if that's your player, fair enough. But surely Darasaur is is the pick. Surely, you know, like as a genuine left tackle, is unbelievable player. I know, like Bones has said before, he's a bit grabby, but I think sometimes it's just sometimes it looks like he can't be bothered. You know, like playing. I don't think it's he's um, getting beat too often. I think sometimes he's a bit half-assed and I think if he got into the NFL you know like I think they'd knock that out of him potentially but yeah Leatherwood's is good in the, it's good in the run you know opening up lanes fantastic for Josh Jacobs if, but yeah maybe not that high the, the one thing I'll say in mitigation of Leatherwood and it, it's it's kind of a strange comparison but I'll, I'll run with it a few years ago I think they lost the coin flip with us and we drafted Mike McGlinchey and they drafted uh, Colton Miller and after season one, they looked like complete idiots because McGlinchey was superb as a rookie and Miller was terrible. Miller is now the better player. McGlinchey's got backwards, but Colton Miller has developed quite well. That was a pick no one saw at that at that point in the round when they took him. So is this going to be another one of those? It could be. It could be. I tend to agree with what you've put on the screen there, though. 41 games in Bamra's ceiling's probably tapped out. I think we've seen... I think we've seen what he is now. What he is is still probably a, a borderline first round talent, but maybe that's all he is, and maybe you know, maybe that's the issue. But I don't know. A bit like Jordan said, if he's your player, you go get him, don't you? The difficulty is, I think, for the Raiders is the fact you know Mark nails it that that Darasaur was there. I think if Darasaur wasn't there, would you be massively bothered that you took Leverwood over Jenkins? Probably not. Um, so that's the biggest thing is you've missed out on Darasol. But I know I was speaking to Matt, and, and it seems that quite quite a lot of the Raiders' opinions is if you look at the the two players they took in the first and second, then they're happy. Don't look at the numbers they took them, but they believe they've got a first round player and, a, and probably got two first round potential players. Maybe not the best, but they've done all right out of the two drafts. So I suppose you just as a Raiders fan, you've just got to try and look at it that way, haven't you? Really is. Is you've got two solid players. Um, Leverwood is a solid player, and you know Mark, Mark's put it there. Top twenty players you'd expect Pro Bowl, but Leverwood's solid. Probably not going to get Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't think it's any stretch to say that, that, that this was the biggest reach of round one. Like he's a good player, but it's still the biggest reach of the round, without a shadow of a doubt. That's all, that's. There's nothing more to say. Everyone's hit every point about this guy, I think, that can be hit, like, other than, yeah, that, that's all I have to say, yeah. Yeah. Can we just see that video again? 
I just want to see him get Darasol. We boys, I'm doing this fucking live so you can see me facial expressions. Watch a bee leatherwood. Eichenberg. Big fucking college program. I haven't looked at Twitter. I've avoided Twitter fucking all night because people just fucking spoil it. Here we go. Fucking live reaction. Live reaction. Damon Arnett, you fucking pisshead. Can't fucking believe we've still got that cunt. Just looking at his face, pisses us off. Here we go. That's an awful fucking five picks there, isn't it? Fucking all that capital. Ruggs is, at least Ruggs has got a ceiling. But Jacobs is good, like, but fucking running backs in the first round. There we go. Live, live pick. You want to fucking hurry up? Chuck Jevin, Je- Daniel Jeremiah. Just give us a pick. <sighs> Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Just not Leatherwood. Just not fucking Leatherwood. Not Liam Eikenberg. Please, dear God, do not do what you do. An overdraft big fucking programme players who have played in the college playoffs. Davisor's there. Just go get Davisor. Just go get fucking Davisor. Come on, come on, come on. Just go get fucking Davisor. Just go get Davisor. Just go get Davisor. Just go get Davisor. Just go get Davisor. Right, here it comes. It's when the when the selection comes out, it's like he's turning to a man with Tourette. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was going for the Iron Sheik bit myself. <laughs> oh god, David Arnett, you fucking pisser! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what's meant because that just comes out of nowhere. Because yeah, we can't see it when he's looking at so I don't know that Arnett's on the screen. <laughs> it proper kills me. It's so funny. I, I, we can't share the voice notes because it's even worse than that video, language-wise. The, vo- the voice note that followed that video, I was texting Phil on the side because... Uh, we obviously had a separate conversation about like, the Eagles and stuff, and, and, and we were crying about our voice note. It was just so fucking funny. Just kept replaying it over and over again. Clearly, my highlight of the draft, man. So um, So then it was Miami's second pick next, wasn't it? They went with Jalen Phillips. So I think the, the consensus out there that he was number one edge, but concerns over his injuries. Yeah, yeah. What what's thoughts? Is he, without his injuries, is, is he an elite pass rusher? Is he, is he top ten pick without injuries? Or I don't know if it's top ten, but I don't think he's elite. But he's very good. He's probably the best, the best edge in the class, in my opinion. Obviously, there's a couple behind him, you know, that are, that are close by. But yeah, um, I don't. I still don't know if he's elite myself. There's no yeah. Chase Young in this draft, is there? There's no Bosas, is there? No, there's no Bosas, there's no Watts, there's no there's no one like that. But in this draft he's definitely I'd say he's the best. Yeah, it's just that you had to be medically retired. Like that does that I, I understand why Dolphins fans are a little concerned. Like, who wouldn't be? He's a good player, but 
Anyone well, who has to be medically surely medicals, though, like heavily, yeah. especially with the fact that you know you you quit the game for a year. Surely they've been you know he's been tested and tested and tested. It was a bit more difficult this year though because there was no you know no real in person meeting, no combine, those type of things. Yeah. Wasn't done. I know a pick coming up. I think it's uh, I think it's our old friend that the Colts drafted. Um, there was some doubt about a heart condition he had, and I think the Colts only cleared him about an hour before the draft. So right. you're taking a bit of a flyer, but I, I think I like go because I, I seem to remember Phillips was drafted pretty high in in both the mocks that we did, and one of the things we, we all said on there, I think, to a man was. If you think you can get the rookie contract out of him and maybe a little more, you're probably willing to take the risk in this spot. You know, yeah. you're, getting a, you're getting a 10 sack a year guy ish for four or five years. You'll take that. You know, I, I, I like this pick. Again, there's a lot of upset Dolphins fans, and I, I don't really understand why when I look at it. It might, don't get me wrong, this pick has, has the potential to go wrong if he does get a head injury or something like that. I think if I'm if I'm Miami, I'm happy with that pick. And Flores will use him. He's not an idiot, you know. He's a good. Yeah. He's a good. He knows defense. He'll, he'll find a way to get the best out of him. I think. A lot of the Finns fans wanted a running back there, though, didn't they? Yeah, it was a bit weird, really. I don't know if I would have been. Well, I know I know they wanted uh, Najee Harris. That that was that was a name I kept seeing, but I don't know if I would have been happy with that at eighteen. Um, you know, I, I think. I think it's an impact player on a defence for a defensive coach. So, I, I got no issue with that, really. Yeah. Good. So, the next pick, uh, Washington. So, Jamin Davis. Where's he in the, in the linebacker class? What What's our thoughts there? Was he third linebacker? That's where he was taken. Was it a reach? Is it a need of theirs? This is where I started to get surprised that Jeremiah Romoso a Roboso Kuomoa or however you pronounce it was even still on the board like even, I guess the Cardinals could make the argument that he should have been gone there really like it is a surprise he's still not gone I, I Davis shot up everyone's boards just the last couple of weeks before the draft especially like that was a huge he was a big mover in the last few weeks so I don't know if something maybe the in-person interviews he interviewed particularly well or the, you know but he, I'm not surprised he went in the first in the end because that's where people started saying he was going to end up. I'm just surprised yeah. he went before JOK. Mm. Yeah, I, th I think that's it. You know, what Bowen says, we have, I'm surprised he went. I, I, I've got nothing wrong with him again. I think he's a good good player. Probably needs a bit more work in, in coverage. Work on, but he, he, he's definitely got the talent. He's really come on the last couple of years. But yeah, I think just like what Bowen said, I was just surprised that Joe Karamoa was still still there and they went with Jamin Davis but it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good need for Washington you know the, the, the offensive line uh, the defensive line is, is decent you know, obviously needs to help with linebacker especially rushing he's a good rusher you know so that'll help him big time yeah yeah it feels like another match of coach and player as well Ron Rivera obviously I think he was a linebacker himself but also a defensive coach you know he's developed some guys like Thomas Davis and people like that I think it makes sense. Like like Bones, I'm like Jordan. I was a bit surprised he went there. In fact, I was a lot surprised he went there. So I had to scramble to figure out which I thought. Because at this point, it was maybe like half three in the morning. So I was trying to figure out. But I know the name. I can't I couldn't put a, couldn't quite put a, um, a player to the name. But yeah, all right. Pick. Perhaps a little early. But 
nobody will care if he's a solid player for you know if he's a solid player for a long time in Washington. There's a good chance he will be as long as Rivera's there. Yeah. So then back to back NFC East picks. This is where the Giants stepped up after their trade. Um, I don't. How do you feel about it? Like. This is your pick, so I guess we interview you a little bit. Here. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. What? What's? Yeah. What's? I, 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 I would say you got you got your first next year on top of the other first and the best one of the best slot receivers and if not the best slot receiver in the class, like that would be what yeah, I'd say. I, mean, but. I can't I can't complain about the trade, um, and I'm not complaining about Tony. I just don't see it as a need. Like we've got Shep, like. I think the indications there that they're probably going to move on from Chef at the end of the season, the fact that they've drafted him. But then I do like what Trader Dave and Joe Judge have come out and, and started saying behind it, you know, is you asked for weapons over and over again for DJ. Well, look what we've given you this offseason. You've got Galladay, you've got Rudolph, you've now got Tony, you know, you've got John Ross. We've, we've given him weapons, weapons, weapons. I think the biggest thing for the Giants fans is, is and you know I've said it all along on the pod all off season and even during the season is our O line, um, and yeah, I just find it odd we haven't touched it. But then Trader Dave's come out and just said you know well it's clear that we believe in our O line more than you guys, so it looks like we're not going to make any improvements there, and and we're going to go with it. And I get it, you know you've got Nick Gates who played centre. That was as much as he was a second year. That was his first year at centre. I think he did really well anyway. You've got Lemieux going into his second year, Andrew Thomas going into his second year, Matt Pert going into their second year, Will Hernandez, a bit of a letdown. Um, but I do I do like the look of Tony from what I'm seeing. And, you know, I think Irvin May have come out, didn't he? And he said that his heart was broken that the Giants took him there because that was his pick at, at theirs, which was 25, I think. Um, and I know he mentioned that they, what they want to do with um, Etienne with his Percy Harvin role, as he was saying that, he saw Tony as, as the you know the Percy Harvin, so you, and Mark, Mark's with what he's put there, it's clear as day. You know that that is the biggest thing is with what the Giants have done this off season, our offense has to get creative. But we've got Jason Garrett in charge. Yeah, that's that's the worry. That that's the real worry. Um, but then you know there's a lot of factors, isn't there? I'm not massive on on Jason Garrett. I think it's very clear on this pod what my thoughts are on the tosser. Um, but you've got Saquon coming back, you know, it, it, hopefully he's fit. And then defences can't just pick that, right, I'm just going to blitz you every single play because you've got no one coming out of the backfield. And you've got um, Goldman, who I like Goldman, but he's just a, you know, a north to south runner all the time. Um, so you've got different with Saquon. So hopefully that gives Garrett a bit of, a bit of breathing room and he, he can mix up some plays. But yeah. I'm, you're not going to find me complaining. I think we did well out of it. I think, I think, I think we had a great draft. Um, but yeah, I think we did really well at the trade back. I'm not, I'm not bothered about Tony coming in. I didn't see it as a need, but I'll take it. Uh, no, I will take it. Um, yeah. I'm interested to see because I've, you know, looking at his his tape and his highlights, he he just looked like they call him the you know the human is it human controller or something, human gadget. Is it human joystick? That's it. Yeah. Some of the stuff I've seen is just ridiculous. But then again, I just don't know what what divisions do the, the Gators play in. The, um, the do they SEC play against any ACC? They play in the ACC. Um, so is that is that a good quality division? 
Because of some, some of the tackles he was breaking through, I was like, Jesus Christ, like <laughs> that's just stupid. He should be brought down. So I don't want his tape to flatter him. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm same as Mark. I'm same as Mark. I, I probably would have gone Elijah Moore if you're looking for a slot. But it's like I was saying before we came on, you know, to, to the guys, you know, if, if that's your guy, if that's the guy you love, then you go draft him. Like maybe it's a bit high in my opinion, but. I'll never sl- I'll like I'll say that I'm not I'll I would have someone in, in front of someone, but I'll never slate someone until I see him for two or three years. You know, yeah. That's your guy. Let's go see him play and let's see let's see what he can do for you, and then and then we can we'll talk about it after three years if he's not if he's a bad pick. I'll never, you know that, that's my yeah. that's how I look at it anyway in a draft. Yeah, yeah. When, I've, when I've listened to everyone and all the pundits, and I've not heard one person say it was a bad pick. Um, and you know, like I think Baldy's done some tape on him, and he was saying like, you know, he was easily the fourth wide receiver. Um, you look at Urban Mayer saying he wanted him. You know, you hear good things, which is always great. You, you know, in that you sit there and you go, right, okay, must be an alright pick. Like I said, I, I wasn't overly fussed. Like I was laughing in the group, like fucking hell. Of course, the Giants, what a surprise? Because I just don't see it as a need. You know, we I saw O line as our biggest need, massive. But then you didn't have Darasaur or level with that um, but yeah you, you know we didn't there weren't the bigger names there at 20 so would we have gone for Tevin Jenkins well clearly we're not Tony must have been the guy I know they were after Devante Smith he was clear as day we were taking him at 11 um, which is why the Eagles jumped up so yeah I mean like I said I can't complain I'm, I'm fine with it the, the biggest thing was was getting the, the extra drafts next year and, and also we did well this year because obviously we only had Six picks, so we got an extra pick this year, which we use we used to trade up in the third and uh, pick up Alan Robinson. So yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. I think for me, I probably had him early second, but it's not that big a leap from. I'm kind of with Jordan on this. It's not that big of a leap from where you took him to where I thought he would go. He's the classic like back end around one, start around two sort of player. There, there were probably. Yeah. Like Mark says, there might have been better options for that position, but I, I don't know. I, I didn't. This is one of those, and we talked about it a little in the group as well with regards to Leatherwood. Sometimes when you look at it the day after, you're a bit less, rather than like the instant reaction where you're like, oh, why did they do that? Which was yeah. kind of how I reacted to the Giants pick. When I, look, when I thought about it afterwards, I thought, actually, he's, he's yeah, he's a borderline first round guy. I, I think it was all right. But at the end of the day, whoever's at the Giants, it's going to depend on Daniel Jones. So, you know, that, that's the other side to it that people don't talk about sometimes with these receivers. Yeah, they got yeah. to get on the field, they've got to get separation, all those things. But they also need a QB that's going to find them consistently. You know, you yeah. talked about that with Jerry Judy last week with with, uh, with Drew Locke. You know, we know how good Jerry Judy is, but he ain't going to look it while he's... While he's um, well, he's got Drew Locke on the centre. Similarly, at the Giants, unless Jones takes a step forward, some of these guys probably ain't going to look that good. But I think he can do. But Jason Garrett, as you said, is the concern. Thing is, the thing is with DJ, he gets he gets a lot of stick because of his turnovers, and I'll I'll never defend him on that. But he's an accurate QB. He's a very accurate QB. He's he's, he's up there on the on the plus twenty yards. He was top three. You know, he's he's a good QB. But he needs the tools, and that's what they've said is we've been asking over and over again all our season, you need to give him the tools. To be fair, a lot of us were talking about get us a big body receiver, which we got in Galladay, and then the rest we want the O-line. They've not done that. They've gone, we'll give you Galladay, 
will also get you a tight end that can catch uh, and go for Rudolph. But oh, and now we're going to give Gadget Man as well. But probably, I think the consensus is 20 for a Gadget Man's probably a reach. Will he start next year? Would I start him over Shep? Probably not. So why we might see him more as a punt return. And then when you look at that and you're going, well, you've drafted a fucking punt returner for first round. Probably not the best, is it? Again, if you go, like I said about the Raiders, if you look at our first and second and you take away who was picked when and you take away the numbers they were picked, am I happy with Tony and Aziz Ujolari, however it's pronounced, across the two? Yeah, fine with it. Um, right, who was next was our friend Custard Pie. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was the Colts, wasn't it? Yeah, quitty, quitty pay. Um, I think you mentioned you mentioned JP that he he got cleared for a heart condition or something. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, there was a few teams that were kind of on the edge of maybe drafting him because there was some talk of him having a heart condition, but the Colts cleared him kind of before the draft and were happy to take him. I like the pick, classic ballad pick, you know. Build from the trenches and the edges out. I think they would have liked to tackle, but ultimately they obviously didn't see Darasaur as the answer. Um, maybe Edge has got more value to them as well. They, they certainly don't have much out there at the moment. I think it was a yeah, I think it was a solid pick. The Colts are the Colts are a, a good drafting team. It won't be long before they're a consistent contender. It might even be this year. It depends on Carson Wentz, of course, which is a horrible sentence to say out loud. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think there's. Um, yeah, I, I think there's potential there, and I like, I like this pick. I think he'll make an impact this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, Justin Houston and, and signed back as he yet, so it's uh, he'll slot in there nicely. You know, good scheme fit. I like it. Good. The, the NFL team though, making a big thing out of his of his story as well. He's got a lovely story that yeah, yeah. The NFL is going to run into the ground as hard as they can, yeah. like because they do love to do that with an actual good story. But yeah, like. It also helps them with how terrible they've been for black people. Let, yes. Let's not be around the bush. You know, they got it wrong. They've admitted they got it wrong. And they're now going to milk any opportunity they can to try and make it right. Uh, I loved his interview. Was it Was it was him that basically told his mum that she doesn't have to work again? That she uh, you're not working anymore. anymore. You've retired. Yeah, or that, that was class. I, I love stuff like that. I think that's yeah. brilliant. I'm really disappointed in the Giants this year because there's been nothing. I really like when you can hear both sides of the phone call you know the draft phone call they'll show you the player and you'll hear them but you'll also hear what the coach is saying I've done that they've, they've shown like Tony getting the phone call but not what Joe George or Trader Dave to be fair you need a translator for Trader Dave don't you are you a smart player um, but yeah it's like other than that but I'm a bit disappointed in that because I like the social media side of things and I like to see sort of what goes on behind um, but yeah I, I I think it's a good pick. I think it was a good pick. I thought he'd go number one edge. Um, so then we've got Titans next, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they went, was it Farley they went, didn't they? They went Farley. Yeah. yeah, so this was the one people were obviously concerned about. with the, Was it his back injury? Was it a disc injury or something? He dropped yeah. further than what with that. Was it a big, is it a big need for the Titans? I suppose they didn't renew Adore Jackson, did they? And... Did Butler come from the Titans? Did he come from the Patriots? Uh, Malcolm, Butler, Malcolm, Butler. Malcolm Butler, was he not Patriots? I think he was Patriots, yeah. 
Titans yeah, are an yeah. interesting team. Uh, they've they a few needs. I would say corner was one. No, no, it was the, it was the Titans. Sorry, well, that's it. They've, they've got rid of two this year, haven't they? It was the so, Patriots before that. Right? It was Patriots, Titans, then now Cardinals. And normally yeah. a big fan of teams taking a little bit of a risk in the back end of round one because if you're at the back end of round one, you're generally a contender. But I think the Titans have a few holes open up. This might have been a bit of a risk. On the other hand, get rookie contracts out of fairly, you're probably going to be all right. You know, it's, it's a, a really, really good corner. Sorry. He's a good corner. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he probably would have been number one corner if it wasn't for the uh, for the injury, you know, the injury st- um, status really. And there was some suggestion that that was a little bit overblown. So you know, that's that's a classic way to see if he gets on the field and he plays at the level that people think he can. Yeah, they've stolen him here, but it's, it's yeah. just one of those sort of. Uh, I think the worry with his injury the most is like, it's a back injury and the way he plays. He he jumps out and like he like lays him. He puts his body on the line a lot, doesn't he? Like he he throws himself around the the pitch when he's healthy. Like it's not it's not a good combination with a back injury. Is that style of much more yeah. physical play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that's is the pick we were talking about. Sorry, George, go on. No, no, no I was going to say that's. I was going to say that's what it comes down to. If it, it ends up um, going through, getting five six years. More out of him. It's a fantastic risky pick, isn't it? If it done, if he if he only gets one or two years, it's going to come back to bite him. Well, is it it's worth is it worth the pick? Is it worth the risk with the Titans roster? You know, like uh, John said, there's a few holes in it. So, we'll, we'll, we'll see. And of course, with the risky picks, they lost Isaiah Wilson after a year. That, that yeah. pick completely flamed out. So there's a little yeah. bit of pressure on this pick, really, in terms of like refilling your roster with the capital that you've got. They need this to work, really. They yeah. This, this is the pick we were talking about where we were saying if you can get the four or five years on his rookie deal of a top yeah. class player, then you take the risk. So, well, like you say, only time will tell, doesn't it? So then yeah. finally, at 23, Darisol finally gets picked, which was a very weird drop, wasn't it? Like, Fantastic for Vikings, though. Fantastic, yeah, absolutely yeah. unbelievable. Because they probably would have taken him at fourteen, wouldn't they? Was it fourteen they were at? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. there's some that might have took him earlier than that. I've seen, I'd seen him mocked all over the shop, but not below probably fifteen, sixteen. Um, yeah. To trade down and still get who was probably a guy that's that's what's that really well. I think they had a great first round, along with the Lions, probably one of the favourite. Favorite picks in the round. Um, it's funny, isn't it? Both, both North, yeah, you know, both North teams, and both got good linemen uh, where they probably shouldn't have got them. So, yeah. Yeah. For, the, for the Vikings, it's similar for us as it is for us as well. They've got Dalvin Cook in the backfield. You shore up that offensive line, and Cook's production goes up. He was already a ridiculous. Like he was arguably one of the best in the league with what he's got now. Like. You give him more of an offensive line to run behind, and I think, yeah, it's great for the, it is great for the Vikings, like Jordan said. Yeah. yeah. What did they got? Did they get? Was it two thirds they got for the trade back as well? I can't remember what oh. They got a decent amount because they dropped a lot, quite away, really, from fourteen. Yeah, um, I'm sure it was yeah. two thirds. Which, and then to get your man as well, yeah, it's probably they probably got. I, I well, I know at the end of day one they were my winners purely based on the fact that they got the man they would have took at fourteen and the extra picks. You're just laughing there, aren't you? 
And then so 24, Pittsburgh. I think it was called, wasn't it, the week before everyone sort of said it was either going to be a centre or if it's not, it's going to be Nardi Harris. Um, and, they, and they took him, you know, he was he was number one running back. So, decent pick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mark's, and Mark's always saying about running backs in the first round, isn't he? But... It's like he broke all of Derek Henry's records. I mean, something like that deserves to be first round. I'm a massive running back fan. I mean, I've got a Doug Martin jersey over here just to prove it as well. But um, like I said, he's broke every Derek Henry record. He deserves to be a first round pick. So I'm happy for him. Yeah, I think um, it's like I, I kind of agree with Mark with running backs in the in the first round, but. As a, looking at Steelers, if if Najee Harris is the guy that you love, is not he's not going to be around much longer. You, you'd think anyway, so you've got to take him no. if, if you if you want him. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to be there in a second, is he? No, not for the Steelers. And I say he is exactly what the Steelers would want. Big, he's he's a big back. Like he is a big yeah. back. Like, yeah. and that's what the Steelers like, isn't it? They like someone big and will run through a man like. Yeah, they moved on from old Connor. They moved on from Connor, didn't they, as well? So it was a clear need. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good pick. And then yeah, back to back running backs because it was Etienne next, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We touched on this a bit earlier, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I think at the time I was surprised, but when obviously the draft went on over the few days, they addressed the areas that I thought they were going to address with this. Yeah. Pick, so it didn't look that bad in the long run, but like obviously at the time I was like. A bit intrigued by it with the trade up as well, especially. Yeah. The trade up, sorry, you know, the trade thing, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, because what what would it they they were really struggling at D B, weren't they? Um Jacks. Who was it they yeah. took in the second? Was it Tyson Campbell they took one in the second? Yes, at yeah. the top of the second. Yeah. yeah, so like you say, I suppose it sorts itself out eventually, doesn't it? And then yeah, this is it, Browns twenty six, Greg Newsom the second. Good pick. Or yeah, their biggest yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a big fan of his. Um, we had him mocked around here. I think most of us had him going to the Saints. He's actually gone slightly earlier, but I did think about putting him in for Cleveland. Um, there's a lot of like unproven guys there at DB for Cleveland. Uh, I suppose they've added one more, really. But you know, yeah. added a first-round talent is never a never a bad idea. I really like what the Browns did. I think Jordan said that. Um, I really like what the Browns did overall, but this was a good start. Um, sense, surprisingly for the Browns, a sensible pick. <laughs> then that was the most pleasing part. Ooh, Times are changing, aren't they? Ask oh, your question, you man, in the chat. Do it. Yeah. Ask your question, man, in the chat. Or man or woman or woman or dog. Or dog. Or dog. Yeah, true. Come on, doggo. Just cover all my bases. I'll throw you ball. Yeah, I was whilst waiting for that. Here we go. I'd love to know who that is. Oh, Jesus Christ. Maybe that dog really likes the smell of diapers. Probably. Do you like the smell of diapers? I mean, I've had a child, so I know what they like. Love it. Best smell in the world. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh shit. Um, yeah. Moving on. Swiftly moving on. Um, you really like the pig, don't you, Jordan? Do you want to ask? Oh, um, 
with the Ravens. Bateman, yeah, yeah. I think it helped um, Ravens that they had two, obviously, with the trade with um, Kansas City. They gave them two options at back of um, round one. Yeah. And I can't. I'm not saying the luxury, but they could they could be open to where they went. And Rashad Bateman is um, obviously a need a wide receiver, a need to help um, Lamar. And um, yeah, he's, he does he does he does a lot of stuff well, especially in the red zone. He, he gets off, um, you know, like his his route running is really good, in, you know, especially in the red zone. So in tight areas, he just seems to get, be able to get like a, a couple of yards easily. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like him. A few drop dropped issues, but something he can work on. He's a good yeah. outside receiver as well, which Baltimore haven't had Phil yeah. Lamar really either. Like he's he's gonna be good at like being deep and out on the edge of the field kind of plays and stuff like that, isn't he? Like Lamar hasn't had that and it could be part of the reason that the Baltimore Ravens have been a sort of nearly their team that need just that little bit extra to tip them over. Yeah, you always need that threat on the outside, don't you? I think I think he's he's a real good candidate to be that. There's a bit of cleanup work to do, like like George, George said. They they've a bit of a habit of dropping. It's a bit of a habit of dropping passes, and also we need to see how they scheme him into the offense because it's not like you said, Bonds. It's not something they've been used to. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think it was a good pick. Like like you said as well, there's a, there's a potential for a bit of luxury there because they got two first round picks. They've definitely bit of first round talent. It's just where he fits in there. I think people were shocked yeah. at this point. Elijah Moore was still there as well, like mm. especially with like Mark said before, he would have had him over Tony. So like for Tony and then you know Bateman to go as well ahead of Moore. I think people were a bit shook by that, but I think Bateman offers a very different skill set to like the Ravens don't need what there you go. Yeah, I I don't think that. The Ravens need necessarily what more offers. They needed more what Bateman offers them. Um, Mark yeah, said yeah. something in the chat. Bateman, best thing about Bateman is his release. He can beat press coverage, which that that division's got a lot of press coverage, doesn't it? That's like quite a popular defensive strategy yeah. in that division. Like it's the thing about Lamar, isn't it? He's still got there's still question marks over whether he's a passing QB or not. So you've got to give him the tools, haven't you? And if he's got that. I mean, you're always going to throw it to Hollywood, aren't you? And nine times out of ten, he's going to catch it. But then you need the other tools around there because if he's under double coverage, then if Bateman can be your outside and it gives Lamar that that chance to show off his arm, then maybe he can answer the questions and, and take them past sort of the early guys. Tough division, I mean, tough conference to do it in. Um, but if you've got to throw stuff at it. So the next pick, I, this is where I fell asleep now after Bateman. Was, was, was this a reach? This defensive end. I went. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't watch a lot of him. I remember him being okay, but I went back and watched him after after they drafted him. And um, it's, it's for me, I think it's quite a good pick just because he played in so many. Um, he can play with his hand, play with his hand in the ground. He can he can rush from standing. He plays all the techniques as well. You know, if you go watch him, he plays across the board quite a lot. And I'm guessing. Maybe that's why why they um what what they liked in him. I know they lost yeah. um, I can't remember his name. They've lost um the guy who got the most sacks for not obviously they've got Cam oh. Jordan. Yeah, now Hendrickson is it? Yeah, Hendrickson. Yeah, they've, they've lost Cam Jordan's Hendrickson. not so, really. But yeah, I must admit I were I was shocked. I was, I was just like hmm, and I was just, I'm not sure. And then I went back and I, I kind of saw maybe what trying him with with what he could with what he could do across the board. Yeah, where he lined up as an edge rusher. 
It looks quite raw to me from the bits I've seen in terms of like he's not playing against a particularly high level of competition. But Saints like these sort of guys. They like that versatility on defense, especially on the D line and the edge. I was a bit shocked. Um, but there was talk of him sneaking into the back end of the first round. So it's not, it's, it's probably a reach. I don't think I would have took him here, but I, I can see why. I can see the reason for it. It's, you think I, the fact I think that the corners that had gone at that point probably had a, a, a part to play in that decision. That, and I don't think Marcus Davenport has really proven himself to be that guy on the edge for them. Like, I don't think Marcus Davenport has done anything to really secure being the guy. They still, they're still, I, this could be the guy, like, but at, at the, this point in the draft, as far as they're concerned, I think they're still looking for an edge, a proper yeah. player to have there. So, and it's, so then, that's, it's a popular defensive strategy at the moment as well, isn't it? Pressuring the quarterback, so yeah. defensive yeah. edges, defensive tackles, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Next pick then, Green Bay. Another tool for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wait. Um, Eric Stokes, quarterback. Is this a need? What does that fit? Does that fit them? Or do we understand the pick? Yeah, I would say it's definitely a need. Anybody who thinks it isn't should probably look up Kevin King. Um, <laughs> they, they, had, they had no coverage at all when it mattered last year you, you know that this is the thing there's always talk about getting weapons for Rodgers but that defence has been awful for a while now he had a pretty good bounce back year last year and then went to shit in the playoffs um, in terms of the player I really liked Derek Stokes um, I was kind of hoping he'd fall to the second similar with Tyson Campbell I, like, I think I said Tyson Campbell for the first round on, on last week's pod Obviously, he didn't make it, but Eric Stokes did. I don't think there's a lot between them. Um, Stokes has probably got more production. That might have been what put him over the top. But no, I quite like the pick. They're going to get shit on whatever they do. Unless they draft 900 receivers every year, people are always going to claim that they're not supportive. Obviously, even though they've given him a pro bowl left tackle, a pro bowl wide receiver. You know, they they were damned if they didn't. But I liked it. It was a smart football decision for me. You know I'm a Lions fan, but to like, to just the things that you've I've heard from people who are Green Bay fans, like and stuff, would be that whilst yeah, like the defense isn't great, it's not like they've neglected da- drafting defensive positions. They do draft a lot of defensive positions, and that defense still sucks. Like yeah, that's true. the problem yeah. that I think a lot of Green Bay fans have is it's like yeah, you can say the defense sucks, but we've so drafted it. And, yeah, this was the worst pick in the draft. Yeah, I mean, three-year starter. I mean, that's a, that's a reasonably fair comment. I like Samuel Jr. as well. Uh, I was surprised Asante Samuel wasn't taken there, like by this point, to be honest. But I, I don't think he's a bad corner. But I just, I think Green Bay have done it enough times now, and it's still not working. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Keep throwing shit at a wall, so it'll stick eventually. <laughs> But then um, I'm happy for them to suck. They can carry on sucking. Yeah. Get Rogers out of the division as well. Oh yeah, they're really terrible. Yeah. Play Jordan Love. Like have him as your starting quarterback. Get rid of Rogers. It'll be fine. I'll I'll be I'm happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> then is was it, it's Bill's next, wasn't it? Um Gregory Rousseau. So <laughs> one of the other edge classes. Um is it a need? I think that's where they should have gone with Think it's the right pick. 
I didn't really think they had any needs. I think I think they were in a nice position where they could take the best best guy they wanted. Again, it's a bit like what Bones said a couple of picks ago. There's a strategy down to pressure the quarterback. Rousseau, I didn't actually know if he would make it in the first round because he tested quite badly. Um, yeah. But I suppose back end of the first round, you, you'd probably take that risk. Yeah, I didn't think it was a bad pick. don't know what you thought of him, Jordan. Uh, I, I don't, I, I, like you said, I think Mark said it a while back as well that he didn't test the best, but he's only just gone 21. He's what I think is the, I don't know about the rest of the edges, but he's definitely the youngest edge, you know, in the, in, in the first round. So there's probably a, a lot that the, um, a lot they could do with him, you know, um, but yeah, I think same as you, I, I don't know what, I don't know if Bill's had any needs to be honest with you. So yeah. Didn't he put something like 20 pounds on and people thought he was struggling with it and that's why he'd, he dropped a bit on people's boards. Yeah, I think so. I, I can't remember what weight he was, but it, I think he was the biggest. He weighed the most as well out of the edges in the first round as well. So yeah, yeah, it could have been, could have been. And then it was back to back edge. So Ravens took. He don't want to be called Jason Oway anymore, does he? Is it Odate or something like that? He basically said, "Now I'm in the NFL. You'll have to know my name. You'll have to learn it." Which again, another interview I like. This is when he's back on the podcast. Is like one of his one of his guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we love the names, but yeah, I think I think Ravens done well there. Um, two picks close together, and they got two two starters for me. Yeah, yeah, it's, straightforward. It's, it's it's these last three picks really are, I think, because it it all is very much the whole rushing the pass is popular right now. The, yeah, these teams were already pretty good teams as proven by where they're picking in the draft. Add some more depth at a position that helps you win games right now. This, this is the place, the end of the first is the place to do that, I think. like You're not going to be picking until the end of the second and a lot of these people won't be here at the end of the second so it's now or never for these teams Yeah, on these players. And then the final pick, the irrelevant team, the Bucks. Jamie the Happy, the the Joe, Joe Tryon, is it? Was Joe Tryon, yeah. You're on mute. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, Joe Tryon, my my birthday brother, right there. Obviously turned yeah. twenty-two. On. Picked on right, your birthday. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I said I, we said it a few weeks ago. I mean, there's not much you could do to improve the team. Um. Like I said, slightly biased, but we have a, a pretty perfect team. Uh. What What I wanted was. Uh, backup quarterback Kyle Trask didn't get him in the first, but we did get him in the second, didn't we? We fucking <laughs> got him, boys. I don't care that's both f words, but we got him. I mean, I wanted Kyle Trask. Everyone was saying no, you don't need him. I was like, I want him. Don't care. Want him. <laughs> Two years behind Brady. Absolutely love it. Uh, again, you were talking about earlier on saying put him behind the quarterback for a few years and then bring them in. Why well, can't we do that with Kyle Trask? Uh, they did it with Rodgers, they did it with uh, Brett Favre, obviously, and, and look how that turned out. So, um, I'm excited for Very it. I'm happy we got Kyle Trask. I, I got what I wanted. It was a happy birthday for me, weren't it? So, uh, but, but with Joe Tryon, like I said, he's a young edge, he's 22. I think the only thing we don't know a lot about him because he didn't play last year. He had no football last year because his season was suspended. So, he's only really had his freshman and his sophomore year. So, I don't know. Like I said, looking at all your, your, your mock drafts, I don't know if you can correct me if I'm here on Bones, but didn't really see his name come up a lot. He no, snuck I up late, think... didn't he, in the boards? Yeah. 
He was one of those. Um, he was one of those the last couple of weeks. Just started hearing more and more about him. But I think for Tampa, like I say, it's the, it's that same strategy again, and it's the strategy that won them the Super Bowl. Like it, we we all watched the Super Bowl. That Super Bowl was won by Tampa's defense. Like it, yeah. It had more depth at that position is not bad for Tampa. Like Jamie said, they brought everyone back again. They don't have including Antonio Brown yeah. over the last week as well. Including yeah. Antonio Brown, like they don't have any desperate, desperate needs. They just won the Super Bowl with that exact lineup. So depth at a position that won them the game. Yeah, I've um, I've got my Huskies hat on here. Seems so, um, uh, <laughs> that is my college team. Seems they're not far from Seattle. Um, like like um, like you said, he didn't, he didn't play last year, but in 2019, he were, I liked him. I, I probably had him early second round. I didn't. I didn't. But like Bone said, they were talk of him coming in. You know, sneaking into the first round, but yeah, I, I like him. Me, obviously, we're not seeing him in twenty twenty. We don't know what we're going to get. But two thousand nineteen, he's a he, he were a beast. He were really good. He's, he reminds me a bit of Pierre Paul that you've got at the moment. He really is a bully. You know, like when he's when he's rushing. You know, as a bull rusher, and he's in his first step. You know, off you know, off the line and stuff to get round. He's he's he is really really good. Well, in 2019, he was really good. We're just obviously it's a this is the thing with people who've opted out of 2020. You know, what, hopefully they 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 carry on improving. You know, and there's no yeah. fall off from the 2020 season if there would have been any. But yeah, he's a good, good player, like you say, just doing a good position. Books, just pick what you want, don't you? Yeah, I think a lot of what shot those kind of players up the board as well, just while we're on it is like the ones that didn't play last year a lot of it did come down to like interviews and what they'd been doing with that year like so the ones who when they interviewed me oh so what have you done with the year off we're like i've been in the gym every day i've been training as hard as i would have been even if i'd been playing if not harder than if i would have would have been had i been playing like those are the kind of guys that climbed up very quickly i think this year because there is so little information on them like you've got a base on mentality and if you've got that work more like this is when they're unsupervised. Like you got a lot of college players who have spent their whole life with coaches stood over their back saying, Do this, do that, do this, do that. Like these guys, while still at a college age, had a whole year off and worked their back like worked their asses off to get to the NFL. Like they're the players you want to draft. That mentality alone is is a good mentality, even if you don't know enough about the play. I think that's yeah, that'll sell you, you on a guy. Yeah, yeah, I like it. So, obviously, that's all 32 picks discussed. Another long episode, so thanks for those that stuck around. Um, before we go, the you know, our, our three panel experts, um, I want from you, biggest winner on day one, best pick, and biggest reach. I think we all know who that's going to be, consensus. <laughs> so, JP, biggest winner day one? Well, biggest winner? Uh... Probably the Vikings, I think, because of being able to trade down and still get their guy. Um, you could also chuck in a Jaguars, possibly, because ultimately they got the best player in the draft. But yeah, I think if we're, if we're going outside of that, probably the Vikes, I think. Yeah, best pick? Uh, I'm going to stick with what I said very early on. Feels like about nine hours ago now. Um, two, two all for the Lions. I, I think that was a great pick. There's no way they would have expected him to be there at seven, and I think going to set him up for a decade or more. So, yeah, I'll go with that. And then biggest reach? Uh, <laughs> it can't really not be Leatherwood, can it? So, we'll stick, we'll stick with Leatherwood. Really? No, it be George? 
biggest winner, day one winner. Yeah, same, same as uh, John. I think um, just how it, how it panned out with the trade back. I think Vikings, um, Vikings uh, had, a, had, a, had a good um, first round. Obviously, like you said, Jaguars knowing what you know on second round, but definitely Vikings. Yeah, best pick. Just to be different, like obviously I do, I, I do like John, but I think Kyle Pitts for Falk. It's just uh, obviously with him not trading back. Best player available. I can't, can't wait to watch him play. To be honest with you, you know. Yeah, really agreed. The biggest reach for you. I was just, I was looking before John said it. Can I go off something different just to be different? And I can't. But it's like I would. Brilliant, brilliant. And then Bones, uh, day one winner, general consensus. Um, I think. Yeah, if I was going to go and try and be different, like I'd say the next closest would maybe be the Giants getting an extra round one next year and still getting a good receiver this draft. Like I don't think that's a bad, bad go for them. Because uh, this just just on round one alone, this is like yeah. overall draft. I think it'd be slightly different. But uh, yeah. best pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna be different again, and I hate to I hate to do this because if the team it is, but. I think the Patriots got a really good pick at fifteen. Like, yeah. I think that's a good pick. As much as I don't like to give the Patriots any credit because it's the Patriots, like <laughs> that is a good pick at fifteen. And then, yeah, the reach, biggest reach. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, wouldn't it? like yeah. I don't, yeah. What yeah. can I say that Mark hasn't already said for us? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I say, thanks again for coming on, guys. Thanks to everyone that stuck with us um, and the real guys that have asked questions, not dogs. Um, and you're probably seeing similar faces regularly for the off-season. We want to discuss divisional breakdowns post-draft, you know, how we think it compares. And obviously, we'll, when the OTA starts and stuff like that, we'll, you know, we'll start diving a bit deeper and trying to fill everyone with the optimism that we're getting that will clearly get shattered when the Giants go 0-16. Um, but, yeah, you know, um, we're going to try and bring content. 0-17, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lions and the Browns, the only two teams in history to go 0-16 now, officially. No one can yeah, ever do it more than the Browns. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll try and bring you as much content as possible because I know it's hard. We've got a long four months now. And I think Mark said it in the group earlier. This is, it's your four months of bullshit as well. When you're getting fed all sorts of crap, you know, this player is going to be the best thing since sliced bread. So you will try and give honest opinions and, and yeah, we'll, we'll go from there until the season starts, obviously. And then you'll get, um, it's probably been better this week without having Matt on and his grumpy ways, if we're honest. Uh, but we'll try and bring some good luck back next week. I've been sat on the waiting room for two hours, man. No. What you were dead. And the thanks I get is it's good that Matt's not been on. Been Patriots best pick bones. I used to like you. And then you said Leatherwood was a reach. We're done. We're done. Welcome, Matt. No, no, not welcome. <laughs> the streak's uh, still alive. It's not broken. Yeah, he's here. Yeah. Uh, award-winning and, podcast host. He's here. <laughs> and he's probably perfect timing because Matt normally does our outro. So over to you, Matt. <laughs> Been waiting two hours for this. 
<laughs> yeah, I've watched um, bits of it. I've been busy, so I've not been able to make it on. Apologies, but I'm sure the guys have done a good job. Well, everyone but Tom, I imagine, has done a good job. Um, but uh, yeah, as usual, follow us as the, uh, those that are watching can see at Third Short Pod. Those that are listening, why you're not watching, we're live. We're better than that. Um, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it. As Tom was saying, then you're going to see more of, of Jordan, Bones, and JP, as well as Mark, as well. Um, we've got some exciting things coming up. Um, I've, uh, I've enjoyed watching the bits. I've, I've been really busy doing absolutely nothing but playing my bollocks. But um, it's um, <laughs> it's been it's been good to watch and not not um, not be involved because the last two weeks with the the um, draft episodes we've done, I think me and Tom have taken more of a back seat, and I've enjoyed watching um, the, the three guys and Mark as well talk, and, and their passion really comes through. And I think I texted JP earlier and said. Uh, I think it re- works really well, so we're excited for what's going to come come in the next few weeks. And uh, I'll have to watch the whole episode back because I don't know what else was said about me. <laughs> nothing, mate. Nothing. Uh, oh, 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 nothing. I'm not like four, am I? No, yeah. Cheers, mate. So yeah, um, you know, same time next week. I think. To be fair, we plan these episodes probably half an hour before they go live. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see you. we've got available. As Shanahan said, we don't know what could happen between now and then. Uh, fortunately, Matt has risen from the dead uh, and he's managed to you know, keep, keep the streak alive, uh, Mr Undertaker. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks very much.